All right. So, uh, so what's been up with you since we last? Nothing, man. I'm actually really happy that we're, uh, you know, keeping up to a good, a good cadence here, but, uh, myself, I guess, um, you know, family, Uh, I'm trying to think, when did we do the last podcast? I can remember what's happened since then. It's probably been about, I feel like it's been like four or five weeks. It had to have been. I think it's almost been a month. It had to have been. We, um, Somewhere in June. Somewhere in June. It was in June. Shit, I should look up the date. This is always the hard part. July 4th passed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, July 4th passed. We had um, Nigel and his family came over to the neighborhood. I'm trying to remember if Travis's family came too, but I don't think they did. They were here for Father's Day weekend. But um, July 4th, I think it was just uh, Nigel's family. And uh, yeah, he just, you know, we hung out in the hood, did some... Virginia legal fireworks and uh you know I grilled yeah. some yeah 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 we did, we went over to Jesse's neighborhood he did a crab Ooh. feast but I uh I hate the crabs so I just watched them destroy these little insects uh it's not into it just not I just I get the concept I kind of like crab legs but man when you have to get those Virginia blue crabs and you or Maryland blue crabs and you get you get like a tiny little smidgen of, of meat every time you, you do anything. It's like, oh. I hear you. I, I, I'm one of those that uh, I don't think it's worth the struggle. They are quite delicious. Yeah. I will eat crab cakes all day. I will eat crab yeah. dip all day. I guess I'm lazy. Um, I want the meal. <laughs> I, I don't want to fucking have to fight for every slither of food. And uh, like, yeah, I take forever to do it. So that's another thing about it. Like, Shucking crabs like Jesse, my wife, Jesse, she fucking shucks like a champ. She's got to shuck stuff for yeah. me. I mean, like, I, I can't keep up. It's delicious, but I can't do it. It's just too much. And I just get bored or tired or something. Like, Wade, our co-host on the uh, uh, Police Academy episode, I think is what he was on, he ate 36 crabs on his 36th birthday. Like, he stayed at this place for, like, six hours and was like, feed me more crabs. <laughs> <laughs> it was like bottomless awesome. Pete. That's a pretty gnarly. That's a pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah, not me. I just give up and get bored. Um, yeah. So after that, I went down to. Uh, well, I turned forty-two. Happy birthday! birthday. So okay. I'll in, oh, okay. To in my forty-second year. Happy <laughs> birthday to you. Happy birthday, Serenade dear Mark. Happy birthday to you. And many, many, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's fun. And then uh went down to Florida for a whole week after that. Um, visited the in-laws and kind of just hang, hung out in Tampa. They have a pool, you know, kids are just swimming all day. Um, they bought us passes to, to Bush oh, nice. Gardens uh as like a sort of a gift for Laurel's birthdays was was that week too. Happy birthday. Okay, and uh <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> Michael Jackson's gonna sue us or whatever, whoever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we took Emmy on all the roller coasters because she was officially the exact height you have to be to go on the, the nice. large roller coasters. 54 That's inches it. tall. She's six and a half years old, riding like the oh. Sheikra and like the fucking Thunder Destroyer or whatever. <laughs> just like this giant roller coaster yeah. goes overhead and she's like, I want to go on Holy that shit. one. And all like, right. Okay. That's awesome. So, and she was like a, a hair, you know, on that thing. So we, we kept kind of hiding her from like the, the height yeah. police and being like, don't look over at her. Don't look over at her. And I'm like trying to measure her up against other kids who are like against the guardrail. Like that kid over there looks pretty small. I think it'd be fine. But 
Only one guy ever questioned it, and when he measured her, he, he was like, yeah, he's fine. he's fine. And that was on the one that was like 120 feet tall drop <laughs> tower. Awesome. It, it was the only one where she questioned going on it, and she got on there with me, and I was like, okay, we're stuck now. And I'm like making jokes about going up, and I'm like, look at how tall we are. We're, we're above everything. <laughs> and then it does this thing where it, it, don't, it curls you in oh, at the end. So you're facing straight, straight down. And that's the part where I'm like, you know, feel like I'm going to pop out of the seat at any moment. Like, oh, God, oh, God. And I kind of look over at her, and she's just, like, smiling like a little demon. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then we just drop, head straight for the ground at 100 miles an hour. And she, that's fucking she loved awesome. It. So we'll, we'll be. But, and she couldn't stop telling yeah, everybody. Yeah, that's great. <sighs> All right, should we, All right, should we start this, this thing? thing? Let's do it. Let's all... All right, hit the theme. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I'm just copying all the podcasts. <laughs> now it's time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh. Let's watch a movie with a friend who's a dad. Where you been? How you doing? Good times to be had. He's a man. He's a dad. He's a hell of a guy. We're hanging out. We watch a movie. And we try not to cry. It's too dad. The days are long, but we ain't even mad. Turn it on, sync it up, I'll bet this movie is rad. The chores are done, we bade the children goodnight. Watching indecent 80s movies, we can't even lie, we're two dads. This podcast is filmed before a live studio audience. Uh, so welcome to 2D Movie Night. Two dads watching movies, talking about them like they are good. Uh, things, <laughs> things and such like that. All right. Um, so uh, the movie we chose this week is a oh, one yeah. your choice. It is. Uh, I forgot. Damn. Oh yes, it's Meatballs yeah, Two. Uh, not Meatballs One, a comedy classic starring Bill Murray. This is Meatballs Two, the sequel. <laughs> so much behind just that statement alone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I had I had never seen this movie before. I mean, like I don't I I, I assumed uh-huh. I had seen it because I saw the poster and I was like, uh-huh. it looks familiar. And I saw like the you know the, I guess I saw the preview or whatever. I'm like, this looks sort of familiar. All the cast looks sort of familiar. I'm like, maybe. But in the end, I don't think I've seen this. Like, I think like there, I th- I'll check my notes when we're doing it. But I think like there's a point like 40 minutes in where I was like, I've never seen this. Like, there's oh, no that's always the greatest realization of um, like half of these choices. Like, did I see it or not? <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's got the camp thing going on, and so there's a ton mm-hmm. of camp movies, and you're like, maybe mm-hmm. I've just maybe I've seen this. But definitely yeah. have not. Um, so I guess you're gonna do the uh, the, the recap, the, uh, guiding us through you. this this I masterpiece, got you, dude. I got you. <laughs> I do have notes to yeah, follow along, yeah. but uh, it is your your uh, you're the you're the head counselor here. <laughs> I'm the head counselor. Am I the CIT, the counselor in training? I'd rather be the counselor in training because oh, at least I can go through some kind of. That's me, I guess. <laughs> oh, wow. But uh, yeah, so let's get into it. I mean, first off. And I guess we'll kind of stop here after we set the scene and talk about what's going on here. 
I would like to say I really appreciated this opening because that shit was zany as hell. It was like fast paced. It did a really good job of kind of setting the tone of the, the goofiness of this movie. And um, I don't know. I enjoyed the opening, but <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I like them on the bus yeah. goofing around. I love the yep. titles. I know for some reason yeah. we always talk about this, but the font on the on the like uh-huh. starring things was like neat. It was like handwritten and cool looking. I was like, this, this, this is, is it was fun. <laughs> um, started with the uh, Columbia old Columbia TriStar logo, which I always love. That Pegasus or whatever, right? Pegasus come running out of nowhere. I'm like, this is gonna be a good movie. I had to. I watched Rad so many times that that logo is like burned into my head because yeah. it's the same company. Um, yeah, love love this title sequence. It's got um, all the introducing the couple. Of the yeah, a couple. But it, I guess what's funny about it is it's like okay, so we do the I guess the the pre opening so to speak, right? Where we open up on the bus. Uh, you know, it's obviously on its way to camp, and uh, you got you got the uh, the camp counselor in the front of the bus trying to keep everybody quiet who i hope you were, you recognized who he was that was uh Miss, mr Wee herman <laughs> so too um the bus driver yes the bus the driver is Pee Wee herman right but um mouse did you recognize mouse he was uh he was jamie in this movie he's jamie one of the camp counselors uh the guy with the glasses uh mouse from uh police academy five one of the uh, one of the one oh, of the main yes, henchmen dude <laughs> so funny i was looking at that guy the whole movie going where do i and i like he was like the one dude that i never must have clicked on the imdb link for because i kept thinking where do i know this dude and that's from? probably he's in five yeah and that's probably why you you... the one we yes. watched <laughs> oh, i am oh, slipping man. in my the own one, he's the one that climbed up the fucking side of the hotel with the grappling hook oh he's, he's one, the bad he's one guy. of the henchmen Mouse, it was mouse and sugar. Oh. Sugar was the fat one that was always eating donuts and shit. God, isn't there, a, isn't there a dude who looks like that who's also in the yes. Academy? Like yes. his name was like yes. Eugene, and that's why I couldn't put my finger on who exactly he was. And yeah, it finally clicked, and I was like, oh, that's mouse. That's who it is. <laughs> Man, I can't remember that guy's character name from that movie. I'm not gonna take <laughs> because I'm you not gonna take full credit. I did have to, <laughs> I did have to check my notes, <laughs> but I recognized them. <laughs> so uh, funny. But in funny. any event, yeah, we we oh uh, well, we also have the the cool, fun, uh, upbeat pop '80s mo- uh, soundtrack that's going too in the background, which I appreciated. It was so nice that they had to play it twice in the opening, like they they played mm. it, did some crazy character uh, introductions, and then they played the song again. <laughs> yeah. it again. Was that like the themes? Did it mention like camping in the movie? It, it was that certainly the did. Movie? It was like we've been so. waiting all day yeah. for the summer or some crap like that. Yeah, I think they played it at the it, end too. They, they were played like, it twice at the end of, of the movie. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get enough of this song, apparently. But uh, as Paul Rubens, our bus driver, in his epic aviator hat, is speeding down the highway, uh, he they get pulled over by the police, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. I was like, "Whoa, was Paul Rubens going too fast?" Or maybe they wanted to pull him over for leaving the wheel to go try to silence some of the kids. But uh, yeah, he looked pretty funny when he was trying to <laughs> murder those kids in the back. <laughs> Yeah, he just like gets up out of nowhere. He's like, "Keep it down." They won't listen, and he said, "I said, shut up or whatever," and like totally steps out of his yeah. seat, and leaves the damn bus to drive itself. I thought he was getting pulled over for that, but no, he gets pulled over because the police have in custody uh, a delinquent that they want to transfer over to the camp for community service. 
we quick we quickly mm-hmm. learn that this guy's name is Flash the Bash, which uh, I yeah. Is it Flash, Flash the, Bash? the Bash? Yeah, yeah. Because the yeah. It, uh, it, I knew it was Flash. I did not pick up on the Bash. Well, I don't know if this is the only time he's called that, right? When he gets on the bus, you know, he's obviously acting too cool for school, and he's doing the like cr- the classic '80s, you know, Italian greaseball machismo. Uh, you know, don't look at me. <laughs> I also wrote. Yeah, I also wrote greaser kids. So we got. That was Eddie. Fun. Eddie was the one that called me. Was like, "Hey, Flash the Bash," and they're you know talking to each other yeah. ah that's yeah, right yeah typical typical greaseball um speaking of eddie did you recognize my man eddie yeah. here is that like oh quickly or oh. something like that or no he is toad boy from Go- oh! Goose. are you serious <laughs> yes i was gonna be drop that bomb on you like we got a returning character for this movie and you stole we it too. <laughs> we got to i didn't recognize him holy shit <laughs> I didn't really either. It would till like forty five minutes in. There's something he does where he makes a little like he makes a noise or something, and I'm like, wait a minute, was he trying to make out with Mariska Hagerty while some ghoulies were, were getting on? Oh, that's awesome! I didn't. I'm glad I learned that. I didn't. I didn't put those two together. I yeah. just, you know, he's another one. I recognized the face. I just couldn't put my finger on it. Yeah, that's great. So, so you got, um, you got more? I wanted to point out another thing in that scene. Uh, and this is going to be offensive, but did you catch his line when he meets mm. the dude? He's like, I ain't since, seen you since we whipped the mooks. Yeah, since we whipped those mooks. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I was like, the 80s are happening this right the, in front of this us. This is the opening Again. sequence, by the way. Yeah. By the way. So, uh, you know, exactly. <laughs> it's happening. Uh, yeah. So after Flash the Bash gets on the, on the bus. Uh, Paul Rubens continues to uh, speed down the highway. And then we're introduced to what I would probably think in film, one of the more badass handicapped kids I've ever seen. He is literally whizzing down the highway going upwards of 60 miles an hour in a juiced up wheelchair with a fucking bumper sticker that reads, wheelchairs need room to zoom. I was like, (laughs) this fucking kid is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Go go into your t- your top five wheelchair. Oh God, you're gone now. What have you done? Stupid S five G. We'll just continue from there. I was going to ask you to name your top five wheelchair guys <laughs> in movies. That's a oh, joke. Oh, dude, that's great. All right, off the cuff. You got the guy from Silver Bullet. You got uh, Charles Xavier. You got. Uh, uh, I'm out. I'm out too. I'm trying to think. <laughs> For me, it's Tommy Tommy McPhee from fucking Meatballs too. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, so uh, they race. They race to uh, Camp Sasquatch, where mm-hmm. we uh, we meet we meet Fanny Fanny, uh, which is uh, I guess Jamie is what I have to call him now. I can't call him Mouse, but Jamie's love interest at the at the fucking camp, and immediately like the first mm-hmm. line. She, well, two things. One. Jamie, like, I guess the equivalent of sexual assault, but just brushes up on her. She doesn't look receptive, which is kind of interesting because it's like, oh, man, he's they have a weird yeah, relationship. I can't figure it dweeb, out. He's pushing up on her. He's obviously trying too hard, but he succeeds. And we'll talk about that later. But uh, but then he drops some line immediately like this is going to go different than last year. Like, something yeah, like that. Like yeah. they have some mm-hmm. past relationship. 
Yeah, because they're both like senior counselors or something. They're probably like fucking 50 yeah. years old. It's like the only reason why they probably get together is because they have to hang out with each other every summer. And so it's the only yeah. other, you know what I mean? You got you got uh, Coach Giddy, Jamie, <laughs> or some or some camp uh, counselors in training. So I guess if she wants to stay out of jail, yeah. she's got to give it to Jamie. So, uh, yeah, so anyway, so Fanny immediately, the first line she gets to say is uh, – you know, come on, ladies, let's get off the bus. And you you boys better keep your pinkies the hell away from my ladies. At first, I was like, what yep. the fuck is she talking about? Pinkies? Like, are they going to, you know, rear yeah. them? Rear... They drop that like everybody yeah, else. Well, that yeah. is, of course. I'm like, yes. are they going to stick their pinkies in their buttholes or something? Like, is this something that happens? Is yeah. this something that happens? At- it's the original <laughs> shocker. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, but, yeah, that was the first line. Uh, when they when they first reference pinkies, but then we'll get to what that really means in a little bit here. Um, but yeah, then all of a sudden, you know, like I said, we're at Camp Sasquatch. Everybody's getting off the bus. Uh, we get to see all sorts of transitions between weird weird interactions of parent drop off. We got epic perms. Yep. Uh, we got the <laughs> oh man. Okay, so Go I gotta ahead, talk about her. About the perms. That, uh, that's comedian Elaine Boozler looking very hot for me for some reason. I don't know. It, it probably wasn't the perm, but something about her, I was like, damn, look at this mom right here. <laughs> uh, I pray. Hey, you had something going for you. I got you. Fucking perms yeah. look like helmets to me. Look like curly helmets. Oh, man. She had some tight curls. <laughs> she did. And, and it, um, yeah, some of the other uh, drop-off, they had a whole montage of like yeah. drop-off scenarios, <laughs> like uh, the, two, the two parents that are arguing back and forth that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, the like over the I'm not your they're the twins they couldn't recognize and it was like I'm not Kevin I'm Michael I'm not Michael I'm Kevin I'm not your mom I'm your dad he's not your dad oh no <laughs> I don't know that Found was the whole a, thing to be that was pretty nice. funny that was uh, that was they were Barry and Larry because it it went on for like five yeah. minutes but yeah Barry and Larry and when he said he not, I'm not your dad or he's not your dad I was like damn this shit just got crazy yeah, it was. Yep. It, hurt. <laughs> it hurt a little bit. Uh, speaking of hurt, though, the other scene was when those two kids are kissing, <laughs> like saying goodbye or something, and their braces get hooked together and then ripped, ripped off. off. Like it came off, and I was like, "Ow, no! Oh no! They're gonna have to go home and yeah. get those fixed." Oh no! <laughs> I remember that scene from a kid. I remember that scene. <laughs> oh, damn! As an adult, yeah. or, or who was a teenager with braces, I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah so then uh they kind of they kind of sprinkle in some of the like main characters so to speak in between some of the ones from like background characters we get ted the taxidermy kid that's what i'm calling him because he says his name is ted but he's got fucking taxidermy animals like you know my kids all into bringing stuffed animals with them wherever they want to go but a taxidermy animal like that's crazy talk yeah like armadillo a skunk, a skunk. A skunk for many yeah. scenes in the movie he's yeah. petting a skunk and he calls them his pets it is psychotic it's quite psychotic yeah they, these kids are uh the least developed part of this movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got kids selling candy like drugs what's that kid who was selling the candy like drugs he's who? from uh peewee's big adventure oh oh yeah. is he he's also kevin's or uh uh, what's Wonder Years? He's the older brother for oh, the Wonder yeah. Years. Yep. I looked at his face and I was like, "Oh, that's him." And he was like seven that's years him. old or something or ten. That's crazy. Yep. Um, that's crazy. And uh, did you recognize the uh, Coach Giddy 
from anything? Yeah. Empty nest. Yeah, empty nest. There you go, my boy. Empty nest. That's awesome. <laughs> I definitely recognize the him. Golden Girls spinoff, Empty Nest. <laughs> Loved yeah. it as a child. That's as a crazy. 10-year-old yeah. child, I was watching <laughs> as Empty a child, Nest. Yeah. Don't know why. <laughs> I don't even know if I remember much about that show, but him, to be honest with you. Yeah, he Didn't was he have just a dog or something. He oh, he had a big old dog. Yeah, it was a funny part of that yeah. show. You know, classic 80s comedy. That's crazy. And B. Arthur used to come guest star once in a while. She was playing Yep, I do remember that. Playing the same character from Golden Girls. Yep, this is before I, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So those are just some of the cool characters we meet over at Camp Sasquatch. And then they cut to the rival camp, which is like a military camp in training called Camp Patton. And the tagline there was, we're outdoors mold killers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Or like where fun yeah. goes to die or something. I can't remember. Yeah, or some shit. Yeah. We're led by Colonel Bat Jack Hershey. Yep. Bat Jack. <laughs> Bat Jack. <laughs> and his lovable sidekick, Lieutenant Foxglove. Yep, John Larroquette. Classic. Yep. Dan Fielding. Yep. John um, Larroquette. Who's it? Go ahead. Oh no. I love 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 Larroquette. Great guy. <laughs> Larroquette's a great guy. Very interesting choice of what they did with his character. Yeah. I don't mind him being gay, obviously. That doesn't bother me at all. But they tried to make him, like, extra weird at first. And he was closeted gay, which is, you know, okay. But I didn't know where it was going to go. Right? It, like, it is a, it is a weird arc for that guy. That yeah. never gets resolved, really. Never gets resolved. And I think that's kind of my problems about this movie. Is like, there were so many arcs. That I was interested in. I was interested to see if he would ever come out, right, and you know, own his own his uh, his uh, his truth. But nope, yeah. they never address it. As a matter of fact, he keeps it as subdued as possible. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, yeah. I would say to the point, not just like time has passed, but I think screenwriting has gotten better, and that they would have yeah. wrapped up some of these plots just for the yeah. sake of a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's so bad that like. I guess, you know, this is back in the day when they stereotype everything. And because he's gay, he has to have a lisp. Mm -hmm. So he, he's hiding it, right? He talks normal for the most part. But then he lets that lisp slip out every once in a while. And Batjack goes, what was that? Did I hear a lisp? And Foxglove's like, where? Where? <laughs> like, yeah. like, he's just so afraid. I mean, I get the joke. Protect. The joke is like, yeah. you know, there's two guys in the room. Who else could it be? Uh, yeah. But the, yeah, I don't, I don't know. He he calls it goddamn homo talk, and then he walks away. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Colonel Batjack is he is intolerable of everything. Yep. But yeah. He starts off with the gays. He's like can't stand the gays. Uh, but yeah, he loves those. He loves those kids, man. He's talking about how oh these boys are going to be men, fine bunch of boys, and, and the only time they made Foxglove weird was in that little conversation because uh -huh. Foxglove just kind of kept looking at these young kids and going. Mm, yeah and i'm like all right huh. that's enough of that i, <laughs> I don't like that, that. Subtlety, <laughs> nice it was, it, it was kind of subtle he didn't lean in really hard I must have been looking away <laughs> you probably were you probably were but but my first lol happened right here though okay foxglove and batjack are walking into like the headquarters of the camp Patton, and there's these little kids doing uh martial arts oh, yeah. in front of the on the steps <laughs> And one of them runs up to Batjack and tries to key him in the stomach. And fucking Batjack blocks that shit. Fucking karate chops this little kid in the back of the head. And just fucking 
fall. He eats dirt. He's yeah, face he down just lays him out, and keeps walking, walking, and is like says something walking. like, "I love it here." <laughs> like, yeah, his, these crazy whippersnappers. Like you just fucking concussed a kid. This <laughs> shit was great. Yeah, fully out. Um, I laughed out loud on that. I one. think at some point they cut back to the other camp because I thought they introduce uh, Giddy trying to recruit uh, Flash into the boxing competition. And I thought yep, it was right after that. I thought, did he? He seems to be to know this guy can fight. I guess he's, he's kind of straight out of prison. He assumes this guy can whip some ass. <laughs> but he's like, yeah. you need you need to do this because we're you know he, oh, he didn't say you need to do it. He said you need to train our guy. That's right. Yes, he wanted him to spar with Boomer. Yeah, to get them all to get them all trained up for the champ of the lake competition. That's right. So he's 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 trying to recruit Flash, and Flash doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Cause Flash don't do charity work. No, nope. surprised Boomer, Boomer. Oh. does not have any other credits. This is, I think, this is it. Oh, you looked up his. Well, I think he didn't have a Wikipedia. I assume that meant no more credits. <laughs> Boomer, Boom. My name's Boomer. Maybe he does. He looks familiar. I don't know. Uh, he, he looks. But once again, man, that Italian, you know, yeah, trope has been done so much. We've probably seen him in all sorts of places. He's just a, ba- a background character from Welcome Back, Cotter or something. Or something like that, right? So yeah, Flash turns down the opportunity to to help train Boomer, and he gets assigned to Bunk Six with all the you know the main character adolescent boys we just ran through, and then uh, then they cut to uh, that's this is when they cut back to uh, Foxglove yeah. and them kind of spying on the camp. And, from and when the Flash lake, was and the whole was introduced to those kids, I thought I thought I I've seen that. I think I've seen this. Because he's like, yeah. he's the bit, you know, it's like, the, it's the trope. It's, he's the big new counselor. Yep. And they're all like, we're little kids. You're going to teach us yep. how to do stuff. And I'm like, looking around <laughs> these kids going, I think I've seen this. All these kids <laughs> look familiar. I don't know. I think I've seen this. Uh, he's got a John Cusack type of look. Yeah. I see that. Ish. It was the 80s. Ish. He's like a yeah. cross between Cusack and like Sylvester Stallone yeah, right. and all those guys, like uh, what's his name, John Travolta. It's like a cross between all of them, like mashed up together. But uh, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, he meets the kids, tells the kids he's got two rules: don't bug me, don't ask questions. So naturally, I think he's gonna have a horrible time being a camp counselor because if there's two things that kids do, it's bug you and ask questions. So he's setting himself up for failure on that one. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. He's gonna yeah, either yeah, ignore yeah. them completely and they're gonna fall on the lake, or he's they're gonna drive him crazy. <laughs> exactly um but yeah and then they, then they cut over to the girls camp where we meet nancy uh who nancy by the way and okay you talked about uh the mom right since we opened up the whole attractiveness of some of these characters mm-hmm. how old are these girls supposed to be oh i think this is the part that was killing me yeah so i did i, I can't remember where i figured this out but like there are no younger girls they're the the same age as the young boys, and I don't know. Gotcha. I don't know if they're just not at the camp or we're just not following them, because it's not like yeah. age to age. You know what I mean? Like the the boys are yeah. like supposed to be ten or twelve, but the girls yes uh, look like they're in high school. I mean, they're not. I'll tell you their real ages because I researched yes. that. <laughs> um, are they older? Oh my god! Let me write this down. Uh, they had to be. They were adult. They had adult bodies trying to play. So them. it was fine if we ogled them. It was a hundred percent okay because Nancy is twenty six years old. Uh, Cheryl is twenty. She's the youngest one. 
uh, and I didn't get any other girl na- girl ages. Uh, okay. Uh, P- okay. PB Herman was thirty two. Flash is thirty. And Eddie is twenty eight. Okay. So these are All adult. Right. These so, are adult so... people. <laughs> <laughs> they look like adults, is what I was going to yes. say. Nancy has some some great great attire for camp. I'll tell you that. Much. Yeah. Oh, you talking and uh, she. You talking about when she comes in in her like prem and proper look? Or are you talking about the other one? Oh, Nancy, oh no, no, that's Nancy. Cheryl. Cheryl, Cheryl, Nancy. Cheryl's, Cheryl's the bl- yeah. Sorry, Cheryl's the blonde that uh, got the names wrong. The the do gooder. Yeah, right. Yeah, She's yeah. the innocent one. Got the names backwards there. She's Nancy the seems like one. such a nice name. <laughs> I know, right? Right. I had I had to like make sure I was getting that right when I was writing down the names. But Nancy's the one that kind of takes Cheryl under her wing and tries to like you know help her blossom mm-hmm. from camp. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, she lets her borrow some of her clothes because apparently Cheryl dressed like she's on a freaking uh, what's it called, um, like a Montessori or something. <laughs> like she dresses like she's like on a commune. Like she's got ruffles. Oh and yeah, all well, that, that, she, she like, had nice some nice '80s, uh, you know, conservative outfits. Um, I like that, the ruffles. Yes. I don't know, they're, ba- they're coming back. <laughs> um, so I always point out where these people are from. There, did you catch where uh, Cheryl? is from i'm i definitely recognize her <clears throat> so but i can't put my name on where yeah i didn't really get it either uh i think it just happened upon this one's research and something uh when she mm-hmm. come in that scene somebody says what are you an alien or something and she says sort of because she starred in uh escape from which mountain and return to which mountain where she played a little alien girl that they had to like help back to those like they're from the 70s like came out in 76 uh okay you never heard of these movies no, I haven't. Oh, man. They're like classic old Disney movies, like live action Disney movies. So she was coming okay. off being like a Disney princess, and this was her first like coming out of, you know, she was like Britney Spears or whatever, Ariana Grande or something. Like, okay. This was her like no, I've never seen turn into a, into a real star. Gotcha. Okay. Hold, uh, somebody's knocking on my door. Yo, who is this? No, thank you. Oh, that was candy. Just loud bag of candy. I know, right? He wants some. He wants some Tootsie Pops. I'm good. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, so yeah. So well, now uh, it's a good transition candy. part because of what happens next. Uh oh, hey. Well, that's the, bottle number two. Um, what happens next is uh, it becomes close encounters of the third kind out of fucking nowhere, and that's when I said. What? I have not seen this movie. I have not seen this thing. What is going on? And then I thought that was just going to be a joke because, like, the mom and dad are dropping the kid off at camp, and I'm like, oh, this is a funny yep. joke they're doing. Like, the, it's like ET had come out a couple years before that, and they're like, oh, this would be a funny riff if we drop ET off at camp. Oh my god, it'd be funny. Uh, but uh, that no, they kept going with nope. that. <laughs> and 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 the, yeah. And uh, and the alien is what I remember the most about really? this movie. That's, yeah. yeah, and so I mean, obviously, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's apparently getting dropped off at camp to get his Earth Merit badge. Yep. As well as the discussion we find out from his parents. So he's going to camp too. He's an alien coming to camp on Earth to get his merit badge. It's crazy. It's crazy. The layers they go through here. Yeah, it's like a it's a funny joke, and I wish they would have stopped it right there. <laughs> So, so here's what's funny because you know one of the themes that we have in this uh, in this podcast are will we let our kids watch it? Right at this point, 
uh, Xander comes into the room <laughs> and I pause it and he's like, what are you watching? And I'm like, meatballs too. He's like, what's that? And I was like, uh, it's a movie from the eighties about camp. Huh? Can I watch? And I was like, nah, it's not for you. Blah, blah, blah. But I had it paused so he could see like, he could see that the rating was PG 13. He was like, I can watch PG 13. And I was like, yeah, but like, 80s PG-13 is just different. That's all I said. And I was like, sometimes they deal with things that I don't think you need to see. And keep in mind, Xander's 10. And then eventually I was like, fuck, but I'm not going to finish this damn movie because he ain't going to leave. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm pushing play. <laughs> so I hit play. Immediately, it's right after the alien, right? So he kind of missed the first introduction of him. And it cuts to like the campers running around. And they're all wearing those young ass 80 shorts. And my son, yep. without without skipping a beat, just sings, We wear short shorts. <laughs> I'm fucking cracking up typing this shit on my on my laptop. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this is the transition. <laughs> so so then he gets to see the chubby dude who's a French, the French chef, yep. right? So we cut to the French chef. He's making some kind of goulash or some kind of concoction for the camp. Yep. He takes a sneak swig of Jack Daniels. That, yeah. Coach Coach Giddy comes into the room, and uh, so he tries to hide it, and he spits it all out. And my son was like, "Ew, is is he drinking soy sauce?" And I was like, "Nah, man, that's that's Jack Daniels." And I, uh, you know, he knows what that is because mom <laughs> mom used to have Coke and Coke and Jack all the time. <laughs> now we got to explain like, what oh, Jack Daniels is to the kid. <laughs> oh my god, did not have to explain that to him. <laughs> But he was like, why did he spit it in the soup? And I was like, that's part of the joke. And he's like, that's disgusting. Yeah, he's a bad chef. In the tradition of, yeah. of barf from You Can't Do That on Television. Yeah, Gross exactly. beyond belief. Yeah. So I don't know why they cut to that. But, you know, it's basically him making some whatever crap. And then Coach Giddy tries it, spits it out. And he's like, you better not make crap. You better make hamburgers hot dogs normal stuff just you know because he's french and i guess he has this problem with the with the chef yeah um after that after that little bit uh they cut to the kids trying to get into the uh to the bathroom yeah where the alien where the alien is stuck right? how do they get in the bathroom how do get they get in open? yeah okay yeah. it's stuck. stuck the baddest wheelchair kid in town <laughs> tommy mcphee comes to the rescue with a fucking winch on his goddamn wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, he does. Rips that door off. Rips the goddamn door open to expose a butt-ass naked gray alien. And Xander starts fucking cracking up. And he's like, he looks so goofy. Yeah. And he's just, I think I wrote down, like oh God, what the fuck? This alien turd is going to be in here, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. He looks so goofy. His arms are extra long. Yep. His like his uh, his legs are short. His he's got a little pot belly. He almost looks like he's wearing pants, but he's butt naked because he has these like wrinkles on his love handles and like it's just the weirdest looking thing. And my son just keeps looking at me like, "Is it okay that I see a naked alien?" Yeah. And I'm like, this "You don't have a penis, so I don't know what the fuck you." He doesn't have any <laughs> genitalia. Sure, kid. Look at that stupid ass alien and laugh your ass off. <laughs> yeah, and I think they took it. They take him back to their cabin like right away. They're like, "This will be an adventure. We need to hide this alien instead of like running away yep. in fear of this weird thing." It's a common theme. No one seems to be scared of this motherfucking yeah. alien. And then uh, 
Ted, the taxidermy kid, when they're trying to communicate with the alien back at the camp, you know, he starts speaking all slow like you normally do in 80s movies. And he says, me, Ted. And uh, naturally, the fucking alien repeats that and he goes, me, Ted. And the kids are like, oh, your name's Meathead. So the alien's name is now God, Meathead. I, I definitely <laughs> missed that part. I just assumed they called him Meathead because the movie's called Meatballs. So I didn't even hear that. Oh, my God. It makes me hate it. I'm this like is how... the second level. Just like, oh. <laughs> it all makes sense now, Mark. Of course. <laughs> Oh, it's so fucking hilarious. So. Yeah. Oh my god. I think so. I think this is where they cut to like the uh, girls in short shorts running by because uh, Flash is laying on a bench and they walk by and then per- yep. in the perfect shot up to the uh-huh. uh, workout area or whatever. Yep. 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 They're going to go jazzercise in the gym uh, where Boomer's in there hitting the uh, hitting the heavy bag in the middle of the uh, boxing ring. And to your point. Obviously, uh, Flash the Bash likes what he sees as Nancy and Cheryl walk by in their skimpy little jazzercise outfits. Mm-hmm. So naturally, like any self-respecting creep would do, he follows them to go see what they're Just doing. jumps up and gets in there. <laughs> he jumps up. He follows them directly to where they're going to watch their aerobics class. How do we know this? Because when he comes in, Coach Giddy says, oh, Flash, looks like you changed your mind. And Flash says, no, nah, I'm not boxing. I'm coming to watch. And he's like, Whoa, what? Like, you're literally just going to stand here right in front of everybody yeah, right. and just watch these girls exercise. Nothing, nothing creepy yeah. about that at all. Okay, bud. <laughs> all right. And he's like, Are you sure you don't want to join? And he's like, Nah, I don't get. He's like, Where I come from, I don't get dressed up to fight or something like that. And he says, Besides, I told you, I'm just watching. And he continues to go creep. I have a few problems with this. One, Yes, that's creepy. You don't. He leans in on it twice. I'm just here to watch women work out. Two, it is maybe it's the stereotype in me, but he's leaning in hard on this Italian machismo, right? This movie came out after Rocky. Yep. Seemingly, they are trying to posit a world where this kid has no clue who Rocky is. Hmm. And I'm just saying, like. If you're Italian, I feel like you got to fucking know who Rocky is. And in my head, I'm like, please don't tell me this kid ends up being from Philly because this will make this even more (laughs) unfathomable that he doesn't know who the fuck Rocky is, that he thinks boxing is too crazy to even attempt to do because you have to put on shorts or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, that's kind of a common theme. I fight with street clothes. The common theme (laughs) in this movie is like, they just want they want the characters to do something that doesn't make a lot of sense. And so they just make them not know what it is. And it's like, okay, well, that doesn't make any sense to the audience because we all know what it is. <laughs> exactly. It makes them look stupid. <laughs> it makes them look ridiculous. So eventually he tries to impress Cheryl because she apparently keeps looking at him across the, the hall or across the room. So he finally reluctantly gets in the ring and uh, boxes with Boomer, who's obviously, you know, been hitting the head way too many times. So he's just a dope. Yeah. So hard for him to remember that the kid's name is Flash. He calls him everything but Flash. I think he calls obviously. him Bash always... and he gets mad. The other guy called him Flash yeah. the Bash and he was like, good to see you, Flash bud. Flash the Bash, yeah. <laughs> my, my favorite one, though, because that joke kind of ran on a little bit too long where he just oh, kept, Boomer kept calling, calling him different names. Rhyme with Flash. Yeah. yeah. But after Flash knocked down Boomer, 
Boomer gets back up. <laughs> he yells, "Hey, trash!" and this fucking decks him. Yeah. Well, for, first, Flash was funny. whips the shit out of Boomer, straight up oh, murders this fella, ass. like just like whack, 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 and it's like sad. Like everybody stops dancing and is just sadly looking at him pummel this dude. And I was like, "This director doesn't know that this seems weird. Like there should have been this should have been half the <laughs> amount of time." It was, and then, yeah. but then he gets back up and whips him in the side of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, trash! <laughs> just fucking punches him in the side. Of him. Oh, and then the next scene. <gasps> the next scene is what I was talking about. The girls are walking away, and she's like, "What's is Flash ever going to stop being a dork?" A dork. Yeah. And I, and she's like, yeah. "You don't know what a dork is." And I was like, "Well, the, in what context?" And apparently, in any context, she has no idea what the word dork is. Which with the word dork, for some reason that struck me as like oh, I was like, what this this is like leaving a bad taste in my mouth. This is so stupid. <laughs> it liter- it literally makes no sense. It seems like the director tried to make it seem like let's lean in on this girl being so innocent and so inexperienced that she doesn't know anything. Yeah. So they didn't know where to draw that line. So it was like even things that someone who's six knows what the fuck a dork is. They tried to make it seem like she doesn't know what a dork is. What was interesting, though, is that apparently a dork is the equivalent of a pinky, which is where here we learn that a pinky is a penis. Yeah, I, honestly, I learned that I, I knew a dork as like a, a, a like a like a weird person, but I didn't realize a dork was like a word for dick until I was probably yeah. 20 or something. Like, wait a minute, what? But now I, I was I was yesterday years old because I didn't, I didn't think I knew that. I think I learned it from but, mall rats. I think it there was oh. a, like they're talking about the uh, to, they're talking about the the things Rocky Dick and they, they used the word dork in there and I was like oh okay <laughs> well let's hey hey we're on it so so let's talk about this because I have a lot of lot of problems here so please allow me to be I guess vulnerable and insecure here but the last thing I want somebody to call my my dick is a pinky yeah pinky's the worst one. Pinky's the worst. It's unflattering. It is the littlest. Let me see that pinky. No one wants to. Let me see that pinky. Like, I'm assuming somebody who's talking to their toddler might call it a pinky, which is has some problems all in its own as well. Because if any one of these kids came home from camp and were like, hey, mom, the camp counselor saw my pinky, <laughs> their parents might be like, ah, who gives a shit? You yeah. know, everybody can see your pinky. It's right there on the side of your hand. Lo and behold, you're talking about your fucking dick. That's a problem. <laughs> That's a problem. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I digress. In my head, when I hear the word pinky, I think of those little adolescent or little baby feeder mice that you Oh, feed. God, those were called pinkies. They are called pinkies. Gross. So everything about the word pinky is a horrible name for someone's <laughs> dick. <laughs> oh, my God. It's sad. Not to mention... <laughs> I feel like I could never say I have a pinky. Do I have a brownie? <laughs> True. True. <laughs> this conundrum is never played out because there's not one black male in this movie. But <laughs> there's a couple in the background. <laughs> in the background. Gotcha. In a dance gotcha. scene, they were okay. getting down. <laughs> oh, dude. See, I didn't get a chance to take in the whole dance scene. I knew if there was one, it would be in the dance yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> prominently featured back there. I, I missed it. 
I, I totally missed it, but yeah. So in any event, they double down on the pinky thing back at the girls' dorm, uh, yep. and they think they yep. make a vow that she's gonna see a pinky before the end of the summer, and they're gonna so, help her. So we're yeah, they're gonna help her see a pinky. So we are what I don't even know at this point. Maybe forty five. We're because this movie's only like ninety. Uh, long. Well, when they introduced Boomer, we were twenty six minutes in because I wrote it's twenty six minutes in. They're still introducing characters in this goddamn movie. <laughs> Yeah, there's so much like it's like I don't know. Act one and two, or it's like one long act one and then straight to act three. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's like ten, it's five to ten minutes of establishing a new storyline, new storyline, new storyline, new characters, new storyline. And I'm to the point where like when we had about thirty to twenty minutes left, I was like they gotta wrap this yeah. fucking movie up. I have a feeling this is gonna be a fast pace. This gonna be a ending. cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, it's like I want to see Meatballs three <laughs> and four. <laughs> but yeah, like it was wild. But yes, that's that's where we get the story arc for the girls, which is they're gonna see a pinky before camp is over. Yeah. Then they cut to uh, oh. uh, Boomer, and no, no, it's just a small scene that I had to I have to make sure you don't miss. It's Giddy is in his office and he walks outside and Boomer has the canoe on his head and he's walking the wrong direction. He's like, the lake's over there. And then Boomer absolutely crushes him in the face. And that was my first laugh of this entire movie. <laughs> when he, he falls oh, he directly really on the ground. <laughs> I hope that was a stunt double yeah. because his old ass could have fucking popped a hip out. And so Boomer turns around, not noticing he killed this old man and walks directly to, into the lake. And then, uh, and then I wrote, Boomer's winning me over, man. He says, I got a fish in my pants. <laughs> oh, oh, no, that's oh, me. No. Oh, no, that's me. I don't know, man. I'm just like, oh, sweet bastard's winning me over. <laughs> hey, trash. <laughs> it's probably my favorite line of his. But Oh, wait, no, it's not. I got a better one. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. So... Oh, <laughs> fucking boomer. Now I can't stop laughing at this goofball. Um, ah, another plot line starts after this scene. Uh, it's uh, the chief, because he doesn't have a real name. But the chief is uh, in uh, in the, uh, the, the headquarters of um, Camp Patton. And apparently he's making a deal with uh, Jack Hershey about handing over the deed for some odd reason. I'm not sure what Hershey traded for. I don't think they ever said. Yeah. But is he just buying knowing it? that we he gets the water the water do, rights? But I'm like, what is he giving? I, money? I think he's I think he's exchanging I, money. I guess. There better not be no goddamn donkey gin on the bottom of this yeah. fucking lake, though. I don't know. Well, and like I did kind of like this this uh this old Native American dude because he's like he's kind of playing it like a joke, but then he would add in, like he would be like, uh, you know, he big wind. Good for windsurfing, you know. Like, it's just he added these odd little '80s things to the end of it that I was like, "That's a choice. Yeah. That's a nice that's little." Pretty, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but he's still selling his like ancestral grounds or whatever to this asshole military guy. Yeah. For, for for like I said, for no reason. We could only assume since we know history, a shit deal. Yeah, honest engine. Uh, oh Jesus, Lord Almighty! <laughs> so, Honda Honda <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> Uh, then we cut to the kids devising where they're going to keep Meathead, yep. uh, which apparently is they're going to try to stash him in an abandoned shitter graveyard. I, th- I thought this is weird. 
I thought that since they found him in, in a shitter in an outhouse, they were going to find him another one to live in because they're so stupid. They thought that that's where he wanted to live because they were all tipped over like in a field. And he was, they were like, yeah. he's like, what one do you want? And he's like, Oh, that one. And he's like, Oh, the one with the moon on it. Good choice. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and then, then if you listen to fucking this Mac and me ripoff, say, did somebody fought? Yeah. <laughs> they, kept playing, they kept playing fart sounds. I'm so and I kind of thought he asked. I kind of thought they were going to do some like subversive humor with the meat meathead guy, but they didn't. A meatwad. Yeah, meatwad. They kept calling him other meat names. <laughs> Dude, it's funny you said Mac and me. Yeah. Wasn't Mac and me like a like basically like an extended commercial for fucking uh, McDonald's? Yes. But it was after this. So I think. It had to be before, because I know what you're gonna say. You know exactly what I'm gonna say. When we didn't talk about it before, but since you just said that, it just dawned on me. When the kids first met Meathead, they asked him, "You want anything to eat?" Or saying he goes, "A Big Mac." Yeah. And they were like, "How the Mac hell does he, he know what a Big Mac?" Four years after this, eighty-eight. Holy shit! So are you telling me? That this shit fest actually spawned another shit fest? Are you cracking the case right now? <laughs> this thing? That's insane. <laughs> yeah. That's I insane. I, I assumed the exact same thing. When I heard him say, I'll take a Big Mac, I was like, oh, that's a Mac and me joke. And I looked it up. I was like, wow, that came out a lot later than I thought it did. Wow, Zers. Kudos to you, Mac and me. You were like, we know how to get even worse. Oh, well, they got really movies. sponsored by McDonald's. They had a whole fucking dance number in a McDonald's. Although, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen oh, Mac and man. Me. I've seen pieces of Mac and Me. I don't think it. Oh, I've seen it. And I to this day, the one scene that I remember that gets me every time is when that motherfucker gets hit by the car. Dude, if you haven't seen that movie, you got to watch it. Is it where he falls in the lake? Any. No, 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 no. Okay. This motherfucker gets hit by a goddamn car. Oh, speaking of cool wheelchair kids, there's one in that oh, movie. Kid from Matt. I don't remember his name though. We're gonna we're gonna compile yeah, a list by the end of this. <laughs> we're watching Mac and Me next. Fuck right no. after this <laughs> pod. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anywho's Pinkies, where are we at? Pinkies, Shitter uh, Graveyard. The okay. Lisp Lisp talk continues after they make the deal with the with the uh Yeah. Oh, maybe it doesn't. But there's a scene there. They do that whole list talk again thing, and then uh, Batjack leaves the room, and John Larroquette just says "bitch," which I thought was (laughs) odd. That was funny. I was like, I thought it was hilarious. I was like, okay, (laughs) bitch. It's like he's he's reading a Vogue magazine. Like they're leaning into it now. Yeah, yeah. They Uh, definitely do that every time they can. Like every possible little beat they can put in there for that, they do it. And that's what's dumb about it. They're like, let's remind you he's gay, but he doesn't want anybody to know, but he's really gay and he shouldn't be hiding it. But Batjack is so dumb that he can't even see it. But whatever. And it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Like they never like, Nothing ever happens. he doesn't come out, get to own his truth, all that shit. So anyway, I think uh, um, after this, uh, Batjack goes immediately over to the other camp Sasquatch and is like going to rub it in or, or, or just yep. tell him like, I own the lake now. Good luck. Yep, that's exactly what happens. And then Giddy threatens to turn his camp into a temple for Buddhists, I guess. I don't know. I put a question Yeah, I think it was Harry Krishna's. I think there was a thing in the early 80s about like making jokes about Harry Krishna's because they were like sweeping the nation. Huh. Remember the scene in Air... Like, there's jokes about an airplane and there's like, yes. there's jokes about it everywhere where you see these dudes in like orange robes like annoying people at airports or like 
gangster yeah. out with tambourines in the middle of the street and like everybody fucking hates them. Apparently that was a thing in like the late 70s, early 80s of like that was the crazy cult that people were joining and it was annoying. Gotcha. Yeah. So it was like an okay. easy screenwriting so joke Christmas. to be like, you don't want to yeah. be around these guys. They're going to be dancing all the time. Yeah. So he threatens to turn into, I guess, a Harry Krishna camp to correct myself. Mm -hmm. Hershey doesn't want any of that. So Hershey's like, uh, he, he, he basically gets duped into accepting the bet that now the champ of the, the, the winner of the champ of the lake gets to own rights of the lake. Yeah. It gets, gets the whole thing. I, I didn't quite get their deal. It was like, if, if Sasquatch won, they got the water rights. And if the other lake, another team won, they got their camp. So then they would have, they, got the they would have, the camp. Yeah, they would have the whole thing. So if, if Sasquatch wins, it just stays how it is sort of exactly that's what it seemed like it made no sense because they did not get camp uh patent yeah at all i mean i guess they could just do you know making the same deal as they did is like you can't go in the lake you know you, but yeah i, I can see the military people not caring about the lake and just being like fucking we'll just walk around no, the hills and they, stab uh dummies with bayonets all day because they were <laughs> but yeah because when yeah we, we'll fast forward to it but you know spoilers i guess i should say yeah, we'll talk about it. Yes, we'll put a pin in that. But anyways, so yeah, it wasn't a fair deal, so to speak. Um, let's see, where do we go now? Winter of the camp, blah, blah, blah. Um, I wrote down, Sergeant, who, who is this new angry military guy? Sergeant Paladin? Uh, I'm like, it's Sergeant 44 Paladin. minutes in. Are we getting new characters? And I new think characters. I think he had been in the background of a couple scenes earlier, but you didn't know who he was. And this is the first time you saw him. And it was like, this scene... I. I he just kind of came out of nowhere. This fucking bat jack is like, you need to go over there and exterminate this uh, boxing guy with extreme prejudice. And he like holds up a fucking yeah. gun. A gun. <laughs> so I'm so I'm like, wait a minute. We're assassinating yeah. kids now? Like, what is happening right now? It's like, he wants these yes. rights, man. So yeah, Sergeant Paladin is enlisted to fucking assassinate Boomer, the lovable idiot across the lake. So that they have no champion or no fighter to compete at the the, the games at the end yep. of the end of the, the boxing match, which is insane because this would never happen in real life. Just a random ass boxing unsanctioned boxing match, yeah. not happening. <laughs> Anywho's, and this is another point when they just, I guess, give a name to the Indian tribe. They call them the Sasquatch Indians, no. which that's that's not a thing. I guess not. And I think that's why it's Camp Camp Sasquatch. Yeah. I thought it was, you know, a Sasquatch. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sasquatch has no which, which? no visual Sasquatch in this movie. We need why isn't there a Sasquatch? Such an easy thing. So what's interesting about that, and forgive me because I don't know the actual terminology, but it's either the Sasquatch or a Sasquatch like creature is supposed to be like the guardian of the forest as far as in the native native american traditions we stopped at some native american museum i can't remember which tribe it was jesse and i went to um and yeah this is when i learned about it but it's like this mystic creature that they believe looks over the uh the forest and its creatures so it exists in their world so i guess i can understand the ties now that i think about it of course i once bought a, a can opener that said gone squatching so i'm also an expert <laughs> <laughs> I would not call myself an expert. I just just now told on to me that there was some kind of tie that I learned a few years ago about this. So, anyways, yeah. this is when we cut to the dance, the dance, which had which had a few 
a, a couple other African American. I'm telling you, there was one couple in the front that thought it was the Soul Train dance line. They were getting <laughs> down. They were like, it was right next to the stage. They were fucking going for it, man. Damn, I can't yeah, rewind that. that. They, they were that probably later. having a good time. Nobody else around them knew what <laughs> the fuck be. they were doing. It was just like just them up there. Um, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. The and the this, DJ yeah, is that's... Paul Rubens crushing it in his little aviator hat again. <laughs> he does a lot of roles in this. Movie. Yeah, it's like anytime he, they he need was, like a funny was... character, they're like, get him back in here. <laughs> yeah, he literally transitioned from one scene to the next because he was like the bus driver one second, mm-hmm. right? And then all of a sudden, um, he's one of the uh, he's what's it called? He's one of the uh, what do you call him? Harry Krishnas. He came in being one of the Harry Krishnas. Yeah, and I didn't recognize him there for a second. I was like, oh, they really he really got some Harry Krishnas to come in. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute, that's him. <laughs> that's him because he he took the uh, he took the uh, the what's it called the uh, aviator hat off. Yep, didn't recognize him. And he's a totally different person now. So nobody oh, recognized we gotta, him. <laughs> we got to go back. I forgot about that. Uh-oh. Remember when he is that the scene? Some some part back there where Paul Rubens flicks him off. Is that coming up? Oh yeah. Was that back there? He fl- uh It was during the Harry Krishna scene. Yes. Right, right. No, because they, he, that's a confusing yeah. scene because actually they come up and the chef is like uh trying to get a horse in there and he flicks yep. him off and then he does the under flick, the slide under mm-hmm. flick. And I, I was yep, like, like, man, he, he thinks he's it's so cool. Thing. This is like this is his moment. And then they asked him later. He's coming out of, of making the deal. He says, yeah, I get this part, but what was the under part? And he's like, this is for you. And this is for the horse you rode in on. And he literally rode in on a horse. But I was like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, man. This is too much. That's, Paul Room is in that cool. Nose right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was trying to play, uh, what's it called? Uh, remember when he was the, um, the he was the special agent, uh, P.W. Herman? Oh, <laughs> When uh, what's it called in um, Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure? Oh, yeah. And it was like the drive-in movie, and he was supposed to be cooler. Yeah, <laughs> it was, was P. W. Herman. I guess that's what he was trying to play because he was trying to be cool right and there. P- or when he got on Big the motorcycle, came like out like the next year after this, so he was it, it, in peak <laughs> form, I guess. Hot commodity. Yep. Um, so, at the uh, dance, okay. what was the other thing I had to say at the dance? I've lost my track. And editing. Editing, editing. We're almost there because, like, like I said, it fast tracks right after this. Oh, okay. So, so at the dance, the only thing I gotta say about the dance is it's obviously a point where like Flash and the and Cheryl are gonna like partner up or whatever. Uh, yeah. Flash yeah. comes in with a shirt and tie with no sleeves, <laughs> right? Because that's his look, right? He's Flash. That's his look. He didn't cut that those sleeves off. Those are like tailored off. I don't know why I yeah, noticed man. that. They are. <laughs> hemmed on the sleeve I'm, no phrase I, no phrase that's a professional yeah, job I'm like flash is he going to like a, sh- a, a shirt store that sells sleeveless button-ups does this exist <laughs> i don't know i don't know why that i don't know those little details got me i don't understand why i just kept looking at, i couldn't see anything else in the scene just kept looking at his fucking sleeve <laughs> <laughs> fucking sleeves man yeah, so we had yeah we had flash in the sleeves, and we cut to I think Eddie's hooking up with uh, Nancy. Oh yeah, which is weird because probably missed a couple Nancy... of these Eddie Nancy. No, no, Eddie and yeah. you're right, Eddie and Nancy. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, because it's weird because Cheryl or Nancy basically told Cheryl not to hook up with uh, Flash because he's a a dork, uh-huh. and she's hanging out with this dweeb. Like it didn't make any sense. Like 
it just didn't make any sense to me, but whatever. Um, I think this is the moment I realized this is he, also was, like uh, the... he was Toad Boy. I think this is the part. Oh, this is I when, was like, yeah, wait yeah. a minute. And when he's, <laughs> he's hooking up with the girl way out of his league, it's Toad Boy again. Yep. It's Toad Boy. This guy's smooth. Yeah, man. man. This guy's smooth. But uh, at the dance is also where Sergeant Paladin launches his assassination attempt. He recruits some small children from the fucking Camp Patton. Yep. Uh, and they uh, they go there to go take out uh, Boomer. These motherfuckers dump out like a pillow sack full of brass knuckles, <laughs> and they're gonna they're gonna like I guess beat the shit out of Boomer. But this is this was where my favorite uh, Boomer line came in. Oh yeah, uh, go for it. Like, like Boomer's getting he's getting ready for the dance. He comes out the front door. <laughs> Oh my god! And so, so Sergeant Paladin and the kids are in the bushes trying to ambush him. I guess they shake the bush, and Boomer goes, oh, "Who's that?" And they go, "It's me, Boomer." And he, oh, yeah. he fucking comes over. He comes over and is like, "Wait, wait a minute, I'm Boomer." <laughs> and they just fucking jump out and beat. You know what? Out. So I, I thought that was stupid the first time, but I rewound the movie to look for some like scenes to cut to look at again, and that thing got me the second time because <laughs> I was like. <laughs> This is so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Once again, the 80s, when they want to be like overly goofy, they become like live action cartoons. And it's just crazy. Like there's no, there's no line that, you know what I mean? Like you, why can't comedy doesn't have to be this fucking goofy. This is why people didn't take comedy seriously back in the day. You know, it is funny. It doesn't have to be that goofy. It's funny though. Don't don't get me wrong. PG-13 doesn't really exist in like modern comedies like i can't think of something in the last like 10 years that has been like i mean maybe outside of like an adam sandler movie like you know yeah. maybe that's that's overly silly yeah and he and probably only like the worst adam sandler movies you know what i mean like not even the good yeah. ones <laughs> yeah because adam sandler's got some good flicks yeah i'm not gonna rank he's got some but, good uh, ones here recently go ahead i mean just like <laughs> i'm good you know like some of the new Netflix Adam Sandler ones that are so like like, like Hubie Hubie Halloween or whatever. Oh like yeah, they're they, just they, he goes too far with the characters. They're like they're too stupid. Yeah. I can't get into it. Yeah, this must be yeah, what he's yeah, like. Yeah, he's but... like reminiscing on the dumb '80s comedies and trying to bring those back or something. <laughs> Uncut Gems. That's a good oh, one. I've not seen that. That's that would not be oh, what I, I don't consider that like an Adam Sandler movie though. It's, I hear it. I hear you because it's not goofy. Because it's not goofy, yeah. but it's a good one. Uh, but anyways, let's see where are we at. Uh, they beat the shit out of Boomer, uh, and this is actually now they cut to like the third time that Fanny and Jamie sneak off to go to go make love somewhere. Yeah, that's like, like they all they're doing the entire people. movie. Like they're introduced, and then the yeah. only time you ever see them is when they're trying to hook up somewhere, and it happens like it's yeah. got to be four or five times. Got to be from yeah, all yeah. Those scenes. Jamie always comes out and he's like, "I got the perfect spot," and he's like, they always get interrupted while he's trying to get some ass, and then. Uh, Let's see, uh, where are we at? Okay, yeah, this is where I write my note. 30 minutes left. we got to wrap up these plots. Like, yeah, we've, we've seen all this shit. We keep introducing new things, and now we have 30 minutes left. And it just starts to, like, fast track from there. Immediately, fucking Meathead gets discovered by somebody else, which was Flash. Flash is smoking dope in the in the cabin. Oh, wait, nope. You forgot and the whole then, scene. Nope. Did I? Sorry. No, so... Uh, Take it away. So I, it's, it's confusing, but they cut from... Uh, Boomer getting beat up to they. I guess I. I don't. I. This is why I had to rewind the movie. I was trying to figure out where they made this deal. But um, Eddie is gonna. Was it Flash? Flash 
is going to hook up with Cheryl and her, her dorm. And then, uh, God, I can't remember these people's name. No, 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 no. It's Eddie. I think it's Eddie. I know what you're talking about. Eddie's supposed to be hooking up with his girl, with Nancy. Uh-huh. And Jamie and um fanny uh fanny you're supposed to be getting i don't know when they made that deal like they i I tried to listen to the part where they said something about like hey let's do this but the little kid hears it and he said he he's like oh we're gonna play a joke on him and so he sneaks over and switches the numbers on like six dorm six and dorm nine or whatever and switches them across yep and then there's a scene where they they it's got this is kind of funny so they're he's sneaking in (laughs) Uh, Eddie is wearing a trench coat with nothing underneath. He's walking along. And then other dude is walking through in his like, uh, it's like a Henley shirt dress. It, it looks like a nightgown. Can you, can you check that is a it. dress. And nobody, nobody questions <laughs> it. it. It's not pants. I rewound it so many times to be like, yeah, I'm not seeing this. This dude wearing a red dress. It's like some kind He's of union suit with, with a dress. I guess it's just with no legs. Just hot in the summer, man. I don't know. Gonna be. Warm up top, free ball on the bottom. I'm, I was about to say. I imagine his balls are flopping yeah. around in the. Thing. And so they kind of like look at the dorms and they're like, "Oh shit, we gotta we gotta cross over." And they do this weird like, "We're not. I'm not gonna question what you're doing if you're not gonna question what I'm doing." Moves, <laughs> which is kind of funny to me. I was like, "This is this is a neat little yeah. scene." Um, and so they sneak into the wrong dorms, and so then it's yep. uh, this this old man. Uh, trying to skis on Cheryl, who's supposed to be like you know sixteen or something. Uh, Probably yeah, somewhere I would say there. I would guess sixteen yeah. or seventeen. And then at the exact same time, uh, Eddie breaks in <laughs> to Fanny Storm, and she fucking breaks out the double barrel shotgun on his ass. She breaks out the <laughs> shotgun on his ass. I thought she was gonna shoot. Yeah, him. She I was, was really like, and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> dude's going down. That motherfucker. He jumped out the fucking window. He jumped out of the straight up window. They both window. did. Like just. Which is honestly probably my, <laughs> my, at least my second laugh in this movie. When they both come flying out the window, <laughs> land on the ground. It's it's good timing. That's a good timing joke. It's pretty I liked funny. It. It's not bad. And then there was. This, that was not um, bad. That was actually a pretty good. Yeah. And a little extra scene. Where they get up again and do like the look at each other move. And then, yeah. he, fla- and then he flashes him. <laughs> he shows him. He shows him his pinky. Yeah. So if if Lucky that Eddie kind of thing was pinky. what this whole movie was, like, you know, two thumbs up, but it was not. Two thumbs because up. Because what you were about yeah. to say happens next. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So all of that goodness happened. I kind of was just watching the movie. And I didn't take a lot of notes, so I know everything you're talking yeah. about. But I was going off my notes. But, um, yeah, that happens. And then uh, where'd I go? Where'd I go? Where'd I go? Yes. So now we cut to the morning because that was that evening. Cut to the next day. And uh, Flash is smoking dope inside of the uh, the, the the cabin. Yeah, kids are and out. Meathead comes Flash in. Flash gonna, yep. gonna light one up. He's lighting one up. He's just you know token it token, and then Meathead fucking comes in and teleports through the goddamn yeah. wall. And fucking Flash looks at his weed, of course, because he thinks he's high. And then Meathead starts talking to him, and he's like, "Nope, this is a fucking being that is talking to me." Meathead takes his fucking weed because he tries to throw it away. Meathead takes a toke instantly starts levitating because that's how high my man meathead gets <laughs> and i i did say oh fucking meatwad walks in god damn it and, and then i thought and then he takes that hit of that joint and i was like you know what i might be turning on this meat boy guy he might be okay <laughs> meat boy holy shit that was great <laughs> he's gray gray is and then i thought choice. man he's bogarting he- that joint he, when he hands it back to him it's nothing but a tiny roach <laughs> 
Straight up roach. He gives him back a fucking roach, man. Oh, that's crazy. But yeah, so then um then the kids come in and the kids are like, hey, meathead, like everybody acts like this is okay. And then fucking Flash is like, wait, you know that this guy's yeah. here? And they were like, Yeah. And um, and uh yeah, that, that's basically it. Like nothing happens. Like they're just like, hey, he's cool, and then Flash is like, All right, fine, I guess he's cool. And well, he doesn't tell they, anybody. like how long you've known about this. They say a few weeks, and I thought, how long have they fucking yeah. been at this camp? Like I don't <laughs> Because I guess my, it, it in my experience, like, like I thought camp maybe it's like two weeks. Like they say summer camp, but yeah. it's not the whole fucking summer. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe it was back in the day. I don't know. It's, it ain't anymore. Nah, um, it's a week now for my kids. Yeah. Saturday to or Sunday to Saturday. But uh, yeah, so he just accepts it and I guess says he's not going to tell anyone. And then uh, then we cut to uh, Flash. Like I said, they fast track everything. So I guess that's the end of that story arc for Meathead. Yeah, he oh, gets a, he no, gets seen. I, well, not much else happens. Like he gets seen. He has no other like conclusion. Oh, I mean, he I has some, I should say. Happened. We'll see. Well, okay. we'll get there. Maybe I'm missing um, something. But anyways, yeah. After that, they cut to uh, empty nest. Gonna gonna rock him, sock him because he's gonna fight because Boomer's all yep. fucked up. Yep. Because those kids beat the living. I mean, they broke his fucking hand. They, he's in a sling. Yeah, <laughs> his face is all jacked up. Yeah, it, it uh, was so sad. Flash... He was like sad. I was like, oh, he's all sad. Yeah, because look, now he's a lovable idiot that's been fucking taken out of commission. Yeah, now he took like, the one damn. thing he had. <laughs> yeah, he lo- Boomer just wants the box. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was bad. They, they crushed Boomer's dreams. Uh, Coach Giddy says he's going to strap him up because obviously Flash to this point said he wasn't interested. And then, uh, you know, Flash is like, you can't do that, old man. Basically, you'll die. So then Flash says, all right, fine, I'll step in and I'll fight. And um, at this point, I'm wondering, you know what? Why the fuck do they even call him Flash? Like, (laughs) is he fast? Like, is he a fast runner? Like, where the fuck does this Flash come from? We'll find out. But this is when I was questioning it. Um, then they cut over to, uh, Camp Patton where you see, uh, Hershey feeding raw meat to his fighter, yep. whose name is Mad Dog. And in my head, I was like, please, please, please. Cause all we see is an arm. We just see an arm reaching out of like a little cage or a little fucking makeshift kennel. And, uh, he's grabbing these like raw, raw shanks of meat. And, he, and he's calling him Mad Dog and getting them all revved up. And in my head, I'm like, God, I hope this is like fucking Mongo from Blazing That's Saddle. exactly what I wrote. I was like, he's keeping a Mongo in there. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. That is so awesome. I was hoping it was fucking Mongo. Yeah. <laughs> Turned out to be somebody else pretty cool, but, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did I did wish it was Mongo in that moment. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Mongo. But, yeah, Mongo could punch a horse yeah. and you're ready to go. <laughs> oh fuck yeah man Michael probably knocked out that horse <laughs> that the chef was trying to feed to the kids <laughs> so now once again see then we cut to fucking meathead living amongst the fucking living amongst everybody else just there yeah, they're in movie night right like meat yeah he's fucking at movie night watching the movie with all the kids and I'm like does everybody just know who meathead I mean, is he's kind of in the care? background like, so I guess they're still hi- doing the thing where he's like sort of hiding and he's wearing a is he wearing his like Rain jacket. He's wearing his rain yeah. coat. He's wearing a stupid ass rain jacket. <laughs> so I guess they're saying Still doesn't make any sense. Nobody's ever gonna notice him. Uh, <laughs> and the movie they're, they're showing the scary ass movie, which I thought was a funny note that they're like in that yeah. movie is called Shockwaves. It's from nineteen seventy seven. It's by the director of uh, this movie. 
Are you serious? Yeah, it's like his. It's like his. What he's known for. It's this old horror movie uh, that I have not seen and looks terrible. I gotta watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shameless promotion yeah. there. A lot of these directors do That's that. They stuff. they put their movie on in the background and stuff like that. Hmm. I might have to check it. It's like fucking deep dive into his whole fucking catalog. Yeah, he did uh, some but other anyway. stuff, but this is uh, one of his top two, if that tells you anything. <laughs> Meatballs 2 I believe and Meatballs Shockwave. 2 is one of his top two. Oh, no, sorry. I'm I just can't leave this one out because we're, I guess, going to bring it up. He also directed Return of the Living Dead Part 2, which is a, uh, a movie I love. <laughs> that would probably be my I'm number one. Say, this guy's got it. This guy's got to think for yep. sequels. They, they bring him in when they need to really punch it up for the, the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking meathead. So, so this anyways. is the part of the movie where it, you're right. It is just like cutting from scene to scene. Like it's, I kind of like this pace better, honestly, of like jokes. Things are happening. Don't worry about plot between them. Just like show a scene, joke, move on. Um, and the girl, the yep. girls uh, trick Flash and Cheryl into meeting. They tell one person it's for skinny yep. dipping. They tell one person it's for oh, uh, stargazing. Oh, oh, oh it w- and this was all Nancy. Yeah. Nancy is up to no good. Nancy like is wa- is working the room. She asks Flash to go skinny dipping with Cheryl, and of course Cheryl's gonna do that because why wouldn't he? And Did then you know she goes is? over to Cheryl and is like, "Hey, Cheryl, uh, Nancy wants oh, or uh, yeah. Nancy goes to Cheryl and is like, Flash wants to go uh, stargazing." And so that's how they get them to like trick and meet up down by the cove. Yep. Hilarity and ensues then, uh, for sure. Hilarity ensues. But my first thought, my first thought was, okay, so this guy is pretty much being led on like he's going to get some ass. She thinks she's going to innocently go have a romantic evening conundrum. If Cheryl gets raped, is it Nancy's fault? <laughs> she said she was into it. She wanted to see my pinky. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> I thought you wanted to see my pinky. I don't know. I'm just saying. What you know? It never. It never went there, right? But I'm just saying, if that happened, like, well, it never went there because, like, everybody in the fucking camp is at the spot. Like, <laughs> oh, they, yeah. they started out with yeah. just, just oh, Flash and Nancy. Oh, God, I can't remember names right. Flash and Cheryl, and they're like talking about how, like, oh, they have this conversation where it's all like one person doesn't know what the other person's talking about. It's like this cute yep, little yep. conversation. But then they look, you know, they don't look up. The camera looks up and there's three girls in a tree, like right up above them. Like, Jill's <laughs> laughing at them. I'm like, they're going to get it on. Yeah, I want to see this pinky too. The two, the two horny camp counselors show up and they're going to get it on behind this big ass rock. Get it on again. <laughs> Fucking Jamie is, oh, Jamie is rolling around. He is like in the throes of like dry hump passion. Yeah. Like they've got all their clothes on, Fanny screaming and shit. I'm like, whoa, what the hell's going and on? And then I think the like, fucking she keeps... camp patent people show up at the same time too. Yep. It's like everybody, Everything. almost every character in the movie is in this scene. And aren't the, aren't the kids yeah. in it too? The, the kids are in it. The, well, I don't know which kids, but I know fucking they, they fucking kidnap Flash. Oh, right. Somehow, I mean like the kids from our, little... from our camp, Camp Sasquatch, are they in it? They're like the only characters that didn't get to this rock. I don't know if they. I don't know if they were there because I'm trying to think of what they would have been doing. Right, just wandering around. Meat, the dark. Meathead wasn't there. Um, but who else does show up was a big ass fucking bear. Yeah, fucking bear. Oh, so I think the kids were there because didn't they run from the bear? Or was it the girls first? I mean, the girls start screaming in the tree. That's why. That's why I think everybody runs. Like they're like, oh shit, <laughs> a fucking bear. That bear is legit yeah. big too. This ain't no small bear. Yeah. This is like a fucking grizzly. <laughs> I should check. Is that bark? Is that yeah, bark? It looks bear? like a fucking grizzly bear. 
<laughs> the only bear I know, Bart the Bear. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's great. That's great. <laughs> so, oh my God. So, yeah. It goes crazy. It goes haywire. They fucking kidnap Flash throughout this whole thing. Everybody runs home. And then we cut to the next day. And it's the day of the Champ of the Lake. Fucking the whole camp is there in the gym waiting. Even Meathead. Here we go again. Meathead. Now what's your excuse? Meathead is sitting in the middle of the goddamn crowd with everyone else. There are people behind him. There are people in front of him. It's broad daylight, and nobody. Acts What's like so funny a is like gray alien isn't sitting here. This was this was when I was like scanning the crowd for anybody else that was like looking funny in this movie because I thought there might be some goofy people <laughs> in the crowd, and I'm scanning the crowd going uh-huh. normal, 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 normal. Oh shit! The fucking meathead's there. <laughs> he's got this bright. I mean, he sticks like a fucking sword. Yes. He's got the bright yellow raincoat on. His big ass eyeballs and that stupid goofy ass. Yeah, he looks like a statue that <laughs> melted. Like he's he looks yeah. out of place no matter where he is. He literally looks like a gray, a gray clump of sad clay. Like that's what he looks yep. like. He's just like Urgh. he's got this dumbass face. Yeah, and I thought oh, they were gonna crazy. ignore this, but when they took Flash, he was skinny dipping, and I was like, oh, are they just yes. gonna pretend they he found clothes, but no, this is a plot point. Oh no, yeah, they don't, they don't. <laughs> so that could, that that part comes. Um, what was I going to say? So, yeah, so they're all waiting for Flash. He's not there because he's been kidnapped. Um, then we we are introduced to who Mad Dog actually is. They let him out of his cage, and Mad Dog is not Mongo from Blazing Saddles. But to your point, he is someone just as cool in the 80s, and that's Ogre from Revenge Hell of the yeah. Nerds. He's going to get those nerds. Hell yeah, indeed. He's going to get those nerds. That's that's what Ogre does. He gets in her. So. Yeah, he's hyped up too. He is on fire yeah. in the ring. Oh, he's ready. He's ready. And 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 to uh, follow up on the point you said, Flash was caught skinny dipping. So naturally, he's trying to find some clothes so he can hurry up and get to the fight. Uh, he wakes up. It sounds like or looks like he's in um, what's his name, Lieutenant Foxglove's office. So he goes in Lieutenant Foxglove's closet to try to find some clothes. Only thing he can find is a black dress. Yeah, it's all all drag clothes in there. There's nothing but uh, all dra- feathers yep. and lace up in that bitch. Yep, yep, all drag clothes. To which he shows up to the fight wearing the dress, and fucking <laughs> Foxglove immediately recognizes yeah. him. He's like, "Hey, that's mine." I do like that he like said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna wear this dress to the fight." Like, I feel like there wasn't yeah. a question. He was like, "Let's go." He was like, "Lace them up. Let's, let's do you this. Know, put them on." <laughs> I was like, "That's pretty cool." He's gone. He's gone from not wanting to box because they put on yeah, shorts right? to having to wear a dress. So I guess that's a that's a pretty interesting uh, curve there. Or yeah. you know what I mean? He I will give Flash credit. I went from the beginning being like, ah, oh, this guy's a fucking I can't stand him. So he grew a lot. He's you know, he's hanging out with the kids now. He accepted their fucking their alien friend. He's he's uh, you know, comfortable enough in his masculinity that he, he can wear a dress and not feel ashamed in public. So you know, yeah, he is. He's he is growing. the only he's guy growing. who has any character arc in this movie. He seems like he's he's grown. <laughs> he's grown. He's grown. That's interesting. I didn't think about it that way, but you're right. And so, uh, I, I and then at this point, you know, they start doing the fight, and and once again, you know, it's hard for me to escape all the Italian tropes having boxing and how far fetched this movie tries to make it seem as if Rocky has not been 
invented. So I'm like, maybe they haven't seen Rocky in this moment because this fight choreography is terrible. And like, why are the punches so like muted? Like it's a weird sound. Yeah, it wasn't like a good fight. To your point, there had been three Rocky movies by the time this came out. Yeah. Yeah. So boxing is obviously cool, right? This is like the height of boxing. And and like you guys are just doing a terrible job at something that people love in America. Yeah, the whole it's kind fight of disappointing. Kind of also because like <laughs> Ogre just destroys him for the first. Like it's not even, like they make it seem like Flash has a chance, and he just like is beating the shit out of him constantly. And I was like, is this this isn't going well? What the fuck is going on? It's not going. It is not it's, it's well like not all. fun. It's like just like he's just throwing him around the ring. At one point, he jumps on his back like just to like. Get away from it! Please stop hitting me. He, he does. He does not look like he knows how to fight in this yeah, moment. And it's like everything we've come. Yeah, I, maybe that's it. Everything we think we know about Flash, he's like he's terrible in this moment. Until uh, meet <laughs> Meathead. Yeah, he gets he gets bestie, knocked out. Goes to save yeah, him. He gets knocked yes, out. He's stone cold out on the floor. And, and Mister Meathead does this. Does he? He doesn't have to do a fingery thing. He's oh, his eyes turned red, right? No. Yeah. He just his eyes turned. Red. And he starts making uh, Flash levitate. Yeah, he, and basically he heads the puppet. Uses master him like a marionette, man. He just fucking. And then I thought, yeah. okay, like I get it. He's gonna like help him, but it just goes. It goes. It goes, man. It goes too far. <laughs> he's flying. He's fucking. He's inexplicably flying, and nobody's like, holy shit. He's flying. Like, it's not odd. Like, everybody's like, wow, look at that. And I'm yeah. like, why? None of this makes sense. I think this is the part, like, this is the part where this movie went from, like, like I, I, I'm tolerating this as kind of funny to, like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> He's Peter Panning all over look. the place. The fucking uh, Bat Jack is like, I guess he really is a fairy. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was getting to mention. <laughs> Got to throw one more gay joke in there, Bat Jack. <laughs> oh, there was a moment here that like, beyond the fighting that I think I liked. Uh, Bat Jack gets so pissed that he crushes his binoculars, and he absolutely uh-huh. disintegrates these binoculars like they're like they've been soaked in dry ice. Like he like crumbles <laughs> them into the fucking crowd. <laughs> so, so funny to me. It's ridiculous, but uh, it's killing me. He's flying. He's fucking nobody's questioning why and it's like this is not normal and this scene reminds me of that scene in harry potter when like he's playing quidditch and fucking like professor quirrell's over there like on the other side of the uh of the pitch and he's forcing snape to put a hex on harry potter's broom uh-huh. like it reminded me of that whole scene i'm like i've seen too much harry potter in this moment i can tell <laughs> it turns out the the camp Patton side also has an alien that's like uh, hexing the other alien it's like... <laughs> Oh, but speaking of Camp Patton, Camp pa- or, uh, Hersey looks across and he noticed he sees he sees Meathead. Mm-hmm. He sees Meathead putting the hex on him. He knows that he's fucking making I think him that's fly. When he, has them. he looks so over Hersey- with the binoculars and he gets so pissed he crushes them. Yes, and that's when he crushes them. Yeah, he's like this fucking alien's making them win. The way he decides to thwart this alien is so yes, wild. Dude. This motherfucker pulls out a goddamn grenade. His plan is to blow up the fucking alien in the he's middle gonna of the throw a crowd. grenade into a crowd of children. That is this a cloud of children. It's just wild. Fucking children. It's just like, what the fuck are we doing? I think at that point, if they film this movie in like chronological order, everybody on the set is just like, I don't fucking care. Let's just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we got we, there's 30 minutes left of tape. Let's, yeah. let's get this thing wrapped up. 
it's crazy so naturally uh <laughs> i can't believe it anyways somehow they get fucking the, the grenade out of the he gets taken out by wheels is, from uh, the burger king case club he <laughs> ah that's right he like takes, <laughs> takes one step and he's like oh, i got you <sighs> also that's the fourth wheelchair guy <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be the fourth wheelchair kid. fucking wheels oh my god that's great that's great yeah somehow some way he was able to get up and fucking uh, knock him down or some shit <laughs> get him so he, he gets him to drop up the, the whole grenade. goddamn and then so I, I don't know where they yeah. are i thought they were in a back room i'm under the under the stance because then me yeah. uh ball Meathead. says something <laughs> he, see, he sees the grenade and he starts floating the grenade and so then the grenade yeah. is chasing colonel Batjack around yep and then yep. i've kind of lost track of what's going on <laughs> Uh, now there's not much that's it the grenade goes oh, outside yeah. grenade blows up flash wins the fight i think he like knocks out uh what's his name ogre from revenge mm-hmm. of the nerds ogre falls i guess it's not really pantsing uh flash because he's oh, wearing a he dress undresses anyway, he pulled, him. that's right he, he undresses him and he fucking pinkies the whole goddamn camp so at this point he is now a sex because yeah because like i don't have any description of anything you just said there the one thing i wrote down was now that's what i call a pinky that's what and that's what they say <laughs> now that's what i call a pinky and he fucking covers up with his boxing yeah. gloves and that's literally the end of it like fucking meathead goes home everybody else goes home like it's crazy like the very end of the movie is like uh basically just wrapping all that yeah. shit up everybody somebody getting picked a, up by their a call me meathead t-shirt was it is it meathead oh they gave that they gave that to meathead that was his party yeah. gift the kids the kids uh took one of their camp sasquatch shirts and wrote call me meathead on it and they're like here you yeah. go, take this home call me meathead shirts are flying off the shelves um ah, i want i want one so that bad. Is a shirt you could probably make that is the, that is a shirt <laughs> nobody and would so, ever get that shirt nobody wouldn't but I, i'd wear it proudly <laughs> um but fucking... then, so yeah so I, they're just wrapping shit up after this like cheryl and flash are making out uh they're clearly mm-hmm. gonna meet up in the off season or whatever i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah give me your phone number yeah like it's Fuck the it. end of camp it's over now <laughs> it's over yeah yeah there's two things well meatwad pulls a fu- meatwad yeah, god I- damn it meathead pulls a uh he pulls like a Rick and Morty, and he was like, "Well, you know what I always say, Coot Debbie New Loss." <laughs> it's like, wait, what? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess that's a thing. I guess they could have done so much more with that meat. What meat? Oh, God, I can't use his real name. Meathead. <clears throat> Meathead. Me Ted. Um. Yeah. The end of the movie just kind of like wrapping shit he, up. He, Boomer is uh, going the wrong way again with the fucking canoe <laughs> yeah. on his head i'm like put a bell on this idiot man he's gonna get lost <laughs> look look the only thing that disappointed me out of this whole movie is uh fucking meat meathead he never got his well at least they don't tell us if he got his earth merit they show his parents like, picking him up and they just like get him back in the yeah. spaceship and move along right okay yep yeah yep. i don't know it, 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 did he it. do enough Coop, i mean he Coop, saved the day and he Coop saved the camp if it wasn't for him, Ogre I mean, would have just wrecked his wrecked his face, and they would have got their water rights or the yeah. land rights, and no more Camp yep. Sasquatch. No more Camp. You're right. I don't, dude. <clears> I don't know. <throat> Meathead was the hero. Meathead was the hero. Of yeah. Camp. And so then just cut to the credits. Uh, you know, bus rolling through town. 
And one thing I wrote down here was there's a lyric that says, no more apples for teacher, gonna eat a peach, which I thought was maybe a sexual oh, whoa. line. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's that's as sexual as they get because that's yeah, that's what I thought too. But this was '84. <laughs> look, look, I was actually reading. So apparently, there's like four of these movies, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I want to say either number three or number four was the only one that was rated R. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to see that because this movie is <laughs> one of those where it's like they try to be like a Porky's type of thing, but like they don't go far, really far. It's like kind of light. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what an R rating looks like for this. I think movie. we just roll into that. Like, like, what do you think of this movie? Um, kind of like a <laughs> recap of anything you haven't said, or you know, something like that. Because I think you're right. Like, it is like when you said you. Did you how long did, did Xander last in the movie? Did he leave? Oh, dude. He he. I mean, he was probably 10, 15 minutes, and he yeah. was gone. Like it was all. It was all that scene around like when they first met Meathead. And he just like laughed and chuckled a little bit, and then he went to right. bed. Right, because that's because it's it is it is PG thirteen, but really, it's basically PG. There's nothing in the movie. There's no nudity. There's yeah. like every, all the violence is kind of off screen. There's nothing really in it. There's like sexual innu- innuendos, sure. but innuendos, yeah, yeah, but there's nothing really in it. So I think that is kind of better. But I don't know. And I think I've seen Meatballs one. I'm pretty sure I've seen it because it's got Bill Murray in it, and so. I don't think I've seen it. I'm pretty sure this is the only meatballs I've ever well, seen. So it's ju- it's just like a camp movie where the kids have to like save the you know just like be at camp and like win a win a race or I think yeah, they have yeah. to win a race. And the it, it, only reason yeah. it's funny is that Bill Murray is hilarious. Like it's just him doing Bill Murray shit in a regular movie. And everybody... I, I I've heard yeah. that. I read that, but I've never yeah. seen. So it. so this movie it's okay. Like there's so many things in it that like could be good. Like, oh my god, it's like so close. Like when it when it first started, I thought, oh man, I kind of liked it. Like camp movies, I love camp movies. Introducing some characters, I got kids, I got cute teen girls, I got counselors, introducing all this shit. And I even like the dumb like police academy humor of like the the people trying to yep. to make out or, or or to get busy behind the bushes yep, yep. or whatever. It's it's fun, but then they just introduce so many things that like they never pay off. Or are like nope. incredibly stupid. Like, it's just like yep. I agree. I agree. It like because I I we text like when I first started watching this, and I was like, I'm only thirty minutes in, and yeah, I love it. Yeah. Within the next thirty minutes, I was like, God damn it, I hate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so many parts of my notes like, in the middle of the movie turned. are like, Oh my god, I can't believe I'm still fucking watching this. Oh my god, it's <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> But then in that part at the when it starts to get a little frantic, it like picks up the pace again, and I'm like, oh, here we yeah. go, here's the movie I thought. But then it just punches you right in the dick with that dumbass ending. <laughs> it's just like, what a bummer. Maybe do loss, dude. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like they they obviously just really didn't know how to wrap this movie up or build a competent storyline. Um, I don't know. Like they didn't know which movie they wanted to be. Is it a romance movie? Is it a fucking whimsical kid adventure with fucking aliens? Uh, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's just it's so much. And like when you <clears throat> do that many things in one movie and don't really, you know, stick to uh, some kind of linear plot in some sense, uh, it's it's tough, man. It's just tough because they had a hard time wrapping it up. Like I said, we'd watched like an hour of the movie and like nothing was even close to being wrapped up, which means 
that the last 30 minutes was them just firing at all cylinders to finish everything off. And it was just crazy. I think you obviously have, if you're going to make this a better movie, have to remove Meatwad because it's just (laughs) the dumbest part. Um, It's so dumb. But I loved it because it reminded me of my childhood. or, Or go deeper into it. Like when they make the jokes at the beginning about dropping them off at camp and that's a little weird. And he ma- starts making little comments about like, does somebody fart? Or like, you know, he, he can't <laughs> stop walking through trees. It's a little bit funny. But if they were like, if they made him like so totally gross and subversive, maybe like if he was like, I don't know, commenting on if he was the one who's commenting on how weird this camp environment is, maybe they could have done that yeah. because like the, it, also the rest of the kids have like nothing to do the entire movie. Like I think no. the kid from the wonder years, like never shows up again. Right. I, they, he may be in like nope. in the background. No, they, they, oh my God. They, yeah, they barely show yeah. those kids. Like he's like a candy hustler and he's just kind of like a mouthy little snot every once in a while. And then we didn't even talk about the chubby kid. Cause there's always a chubby kid. But this kid wasn't even really that chubby. He was just like chubbier than the rest. Yeah. It's just like that. The, all those kids they had, had to keep making him have food in his mouth. Yeah, all those kids just had nothing He's to do. He's always eating something. Like, cut yeah. out me, me yeah. head and give the kids something to do, and and help them save the day somehow at the end. And then it's a better movie because it's it's just more grounded. I guess they were trying to maybe they thought that was funnier in the eighties. <laughs> they flying around, punching him from the sky, or whatever. Uh, but to me, that just is like the so- stupidest part of the movie. Oh yeah, this movie was out there. It's all over the place. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. So in the end, uh, I did not enjoy this movie as an adult man, for sure, and I had no nostalgia for it, so did not care for that. Um, now, could I watch this with my kids? I think I actually could. There's no nudity. I don't think they'd want to, and they'd be like, "Why are you forcing me to watch this gray turd walk around?" <laughs> but see, and that's that's the thing. That's the thing. I could watch this with my kids if there was more gray turd. <laughs> they don't care about the rest of the stuff. I'm telling you, the gray turd is the only thing I remember from when I was a kid. That's the only thing I remember. I don't remember any of the rest right. of the shit. I don't remember. The rest of it is kind of forgettable. Penises. Yeah. Like, as an adult, like, I paid attention to that kind of stuff more, but I did not remember any of it from when I was a kid. I remember fucking Meatwad. I remember the boxing scene. I remember just that <laughs> great little turd. I remember all that shit, man. I don't remember the rest of this. It's like, that's what I'm saying. This is one of those movies that had like three or four movies in one. It's all over the place. Give me more meathead. If you want me to watch this movie with my kids, <laughs> more meathead. True. True. Like my, my son was loving it. Like he was, he was cracking up for that good 10 minutes. And then he's like, all right, man, I'm out. This shit's trash now. <laughs> yeah. What do I care about them? Seeing a pinky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pinky, what the hell is that? I thought it was called my dick. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how much kids have changed. Yeah, exactly. Oh fuck, my kid will deez nuts me in, in, a, in a heartbeat. He's only ten. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I forget what we're supposed to do next. We've said, "Can you watch the kids?" Oh, I just there's a few more things I want to slip in here. I don't know where I'm going to put this, but. uh um, I wrote down like things other people are in, and I kept I kept slipping them in, but I forgot to slip in uh, that the meathead actor Felix Silla, like always, uh, is probably the most uh, interesting person in this movie. Um, like our two little people in uh, Ghoulies, uh, he was in Ringling Brothers and Barnum Billy Circus. He did bareback horse riding, trapeze, and it was a tumbler. Uh, he also was the hang gliding Ewok in Re- uh, Return of the Jedi. 
and he was cousin it on the Adams family in the original Adams family show from the sixties, seventies. Um, the, awesome. I've said about Cheryl being an escape from which mountain boomer, no other credits. Uh, uh, Colonel Batchak, Hamilton camp, uh, many huge, you know, he's one of those dudes like has a IMDb list a thousand miles long of seventies TV and movie credits. Um, uh, but in, for our audience, I assume, uh, he is the voice of Fenton Crackshell, AKA Gizmo duck on DuckTales. What? Uh, also very specifically to Woo! our audience in this room right here. Uh, he's the prophet of mercy in halo two. Oh, yes! Arbiter or whatever. He has, he has like a deep voice. Oh, that's great. Like, there's three prophets in that little aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. and that, that the, awesome. He had like a thousand other credits, but I saw those two. And I was like, and I had to, I looked up on YouTube. I'll like watch some gizmo duck quotes. And, and I was like, yeah, I can hear it. I can hear that. He's, he's doing that. He just does his voice a little higher. Um, yeah. I said awesome. the, the director cool, is also man. known Very for cool. return to living dead part two. Um, Another one. It's one of those. It's not a sequel to. Uh, it's, it's legally not a sequel to George Romero's. Uh, what's the fuck? What's it called? Hold on. Return. Uh, oh, Night sorry. of the Living Dead. Legally not a sequel to George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. It's like someone yeah. bought the rights to the words "Living Dead" and it's Night okay. of the Living Dead, R- Return of the Living Dead. Legally, legally separate <laughs> entities. Um, this is the movie where. Okay. Uh, the punk girl gets naked and dances in the graveyard completely naked. No? Reno Bells? Uh, burned in my brain, in case you're wondering. I'm about to say I've never seen I've never seen the oh, movie. It is it, I would I would say it's one of the best like eighties horror zombie movies ever. It's like these two guys crack open a barrel and there's like a, a zombie in there and they get immediately turned into zombies and then like a bunch of punks show up and they're like Start. There's a crematorium where they're trying to burn these bodies, and then all of a sudden, like the whole town's being turned into zombies. And it's one of these zombie movies where there's like no winning. You know, what I mean? it's like it just like builds okay. and builds and builds and it gets worse and worse and worse. Uh, good, good movie. I would think it's probably I, I better sure than I'll Meatballs too. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Returning the Living Returning Dead, Part, Dead two. Part Two. If you see the poster, it's got like a city with like a smoky. Uh, alien uh, zombie thing above it. It is an all-time classic. Not to be watched with it right now. I will. No, I'll be watching that this Halloween. Yes, definitely, definitely a Halloween watch for sure. We we have to say this though. This movie was not meant to be Meatballs Two. This movie was just some other script that they had written already. They were these people had written a script about a camp and a meathead alien. <laughs> and they were like, we're going to make this movie. But then separately, the studios had gone and bought the rights to the name Meatballs 2. And the studio oh came to these people God. and said, we're going to make your movie. They said, great. And then like halfway through the process, they were like, oh, it's going to be called Meatballs 2. And they said, what? <laughs> okay, I guess that's fine. You're still going to give us some money to make the movie, right? All right, whatever. And so this has <laughs> nothing to do with Meatballs 1, like literally. Nope. It nope. is a completely different thing. And, and you know, when you started talking about the uh, director and his other movies and like the Night of the Living Dead part two, right? Um, I thought about this part. I was like, I could have sworn that this this movie was also another one that was like not in the lineage and not a direct sequel or something weird. Yeah. 
it's a, it's a clear cash grab, uh, yep. <laughs> slap a name on the front of this thing and get people to show up in theaters. And it worked. I think this movie made a lot of money. Like, oh, that's great. You know, it's people meathead, showed up man. And it's it. meathead. And they love that meathead. Fucking, <laughs> fucking aliens, man. They're marketable in the 80s, man. Yep. So I just want to say that before we move on. All right. So the next thing we do is uh, we pick out a guy. It doesn't have to be a, a main character. It doesn't have to be anybody, really. It's just what guy is your guy for this movie? Um, I'll start out. Of course, my guy is Meathead. Yep. You know it. My boy Meathead. Oh, no, no, no. yes. Fuck that guy. Yes. <laughs> no. I was like, yes. Props for Meathead. No, I hate his ass. You got, you got me. You got me. <laughs> no, not my guy. Can't do it. I think, honestly, none of these guys are my guy. They all are equally, equally unique. <laughs> But my guy is a background guy. Uh, I think it's the first background guy we've picked up. Because I was as I was scanning the crowd, I told you I was scanning that that uh, the fight scene crowd, and I was looking. And I saw Meat Meathead up there in the corner on the yep. military side. They're all <laughs> yep. like little kids, like you know. They're obviously telling them like, "Oh yeah, you know, get hyped up. This is your one chance to be in the movie." And there's a yeah, guy yeah. in the middle who's like waving his arms around like he's having a stroke. Like he's doing this like wavy, wacky arm inflatable tube guy move. And he, he's like an adult man. And I don't know why he's in there, but he's in the middle of the screen, just just going wild with his arms in a weird way. And I couldn't look away from it when I saw him. So that man. It wasn't Sergeant Paladin, it was someone else. In like the background of the, of the fight crowd on the military side. I'll try to find a screenshot of him for later, but yeah. he was wild. Oh yeah, I no, I didn't not. even notice him. You know, in that whole scene, I couldn't keep my eyes. He off was glowing up there in the corner for sure. <laughs> he was definitely glowing <laughs> in that fucking rain jacket. That curious George and anywho's, I guess it's my turn. So, uh, my guy, you know, I kind of went back and forth. It's funny because, like, I feel like if you would have chose Meathead, I would have agreed with you because <laughs> I like I like Meathead. He's fucking stupid and. He kind of, you know, for me, that's what I remember about this movie. So maybe that's why I kind of was so fond of him. But rewatching this movie, I got to go with Wheelchair Kid, man. Oh, I'm, God. Todd, Todd, Todd McPhee. I think it was Todd. I can't remember his first name. But Mr. Mister McPhee in the uh, the blazing-ass wheelchair, man. That kid, from the beginning, I was like, you know what? Comes in hot. I like the choice of them having this handicapped <laughs> kid be cool, man. And that bumper sticker. I had to freeze frame it so I could read the whole thing. But yeah, man, wheelchairs do need room to zoom. And that guy, that guy was awesome from the beginning. I think he laid down a line where he was like, I'm just here to cruise for chicks or some shit. Like when he first got to the camp, I was like, damn, damn this kid is cool as hell. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, great picks. Um, not what I've expected, but as always universally loved characters um i think that might be it i think you can cut that off somewhere in there um i don't think we picked, missed anything else oh here's one thing i did want to point out i don't know where we're going to put this in let's see here um Okay, so that they'll fit those in somewhere or or nowhere. Who knows? Um, uh, recommendations is next. Uh, what would you recommend we watch instead of this movie? 
<laughs> okay. Um, let's see. All right. Camping 80s movies. I guess I'm in that mood because it's the summer. So uh, I was a huge John Candy fan in the 80s. We will say I recommend you watch The uh, Great Outdoors. Nice. Classic movie. Him and uh, Dan Aykroyd in a cabin. Yep. Living yep. it up. That's a classic summer movie. Yep. Love it. That's a great one. <laughs> That's a great one. I love yeah, that movie. I, I, love, love I love it. camp movies for some reason. Like I yeah. do too. Um, and for some reason, my favorite camp movie, like there's a ton out there that I've seen. But this one I watched when I was like, 13 years old was called Indian summer. It's not one you would think I would like when I was 13. Cause it stars Alan Arkin as an old camp, old okay. camp owner who invites like uh, his best class back to camp Tamaqua to like for one last <laughs> summer before he sells it. It's like, you know, and they're all like fucking okay. 40 years old and they come back and they like, you know, try to do the, the race or the, the, the canoe race and the swimming contest and all the stuff they used to do when they were like 12 and they have to go through all their camp like lives again. Movie. I don't know why, but that movie stuck with me and I've watched it like fucking 10 times and it's just like, it's a good movie. I don't know. Um, I feel like I've seen this movie. Yeah, it's just a good movie. It's not something you'd think a 13 year old would, would love, but I did. I don't know. <laughs> um, and the other one, and if you're looking for a camp comedy, wet, hot American summer, the movie also the series Love too, it. but Wet Hot American Summer, the sort of camp parody movie Love it. from two thousand one. All Rudd. Love yeah, it. That's a that's a all classic. Rudd. All time all time for camp movies. Um That's yeah. a good one. I love it. Because it, it takes me back. It they did a good job of taking you back to these types of movies and their humor. Like it's it's good. But then like, going like one step one. further, like they go. They're like, oh, oh really? Like, you want to go to the city? We're gonna go to the city, and they go, and they're like booting black tar heroin, and they're having a whole life, and then they come back, and they're just like stretch their arms, and like it's good to get out of the camp every once in a while. It's like <laughs> the, the humor in that is just like fucking perfect for me. Yeah, hold on. Heavyweights. Yeah, you know what? Never seen it. We talked about that. We were doing old movie oh. night, and I was like, I haven't seen it, and you were like, what? Holy fuck! <laughs> it's that's that's probably one of the movies that i can do that for because i always hate when people are like i can't believe it because there's a lot of movies out there people can't watch a lot of every movie you're gonna run across somebody who hasn't seen a movie but for me i guess because i love that movie so much i feel like everybody has to see it yeah, maybe. i <laughs> definitely want favorite. to see it i've definitely missed i i missed the time to see that probably because i you know it'd better if i was like 13 or something um I love that fucking movie, dude. I'm pretty sure it's on Disney Plus, oh, yeah? man. I think it's a Disney movie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's a good one, man. So Pro I, I switched Ern my recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> probably Ernest Goes to Camp. Maybe my favorite. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, really? I, okay. I always like, like Porky's out of camp. No, I, don't I don't think so. so. I think they were just hanging out. I don't think so. That was one of the ones I used to try to oh, sneak and watch. Yeah. And the only thing I remember about that movie is the fucking peephole scene. Yes. Cause I I would like turn the movie on and I'd be like, all right, what part is it on? Is it close to the peephole scene? If it's not next to the peephole scene, I'm turning it off until it's that like was definitely scene. a movie that like seemed like I shouldn't be watching it. Like I was like, oh no, you should not be watching this movie. It's like it's a fucking yeah. porn, man. That movie's almost like a porn to me. Um, you know, 
I don't have like a great camp movie. I mean, besides the one we've already mentioned. Oh, you know, Adam Sandler values uh, the second one where they go to the camp in there. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a good one. I mean, I think I think Get Out of American Summer might be my favorite one because I can't find another yeah. one that's like like I also never saw this one called Camp Nowhere that everybody talks about. It's from 1994. Uh, it's got Christopher Lloyd as like the head I've... counselor. I don't think I've seen it. I don't yeah. think I've seen that one. Dude, I'm telling you, man. You And it would suck if you don't like it because I talk it up so much because it is my favorite. But uh, Heavyweights is I think that one would be good. Like maybe not like a like – a, maybe not a podcast one, but maybe like a movie night one where we just all get together and watch it. Yeah, that could be better. Because then I wouldn't have to like judge it. Still- I could just be like laughing during it. Ben Stiller's yeah. in it. Um, That's great. Another thing I wanted to ask you was uh, – what what is your camp experience? Do you have any camping like a summer camp experience? Oh, yeah, so I never did summer camp, and uh, honestly, camping didn't start for me until I was an adult. Yeah. Like my parents, my parents never took let me go to camp. Uh, my kids have. We found this camp uh, down in like Virginia, so, like southern southwest Virginia, maybe like an hour and like a, half a sleepaway camp, like they go. The- yeah, sleep sleepaway camp. We we told them both they couldn't start going until they were ten. Um, they went. Uh, Dylan went first with a friend of hers. Uh, but no, you think about it. Like they had these camp stories, mm-hmm. right? Because like they came back and we loved every minute of their stories. One one of my favorites from Dylan was um, so they fish in this little pond they have out there, right? And they have this snapping turtle. It's like the legendary mm. snapping turtle of the pond, and his, they call him Godzilla. Oh, yeah. And so like. Dylan was down there fishing. They use pancake and they, they make their own poles oh. and they're out there fishing and she slipped and <laughs> fell in the pond. Right. So she falls in the fucking pond and she's screaming. The kids are like, Oh God, Godzilla's going to get you. And she's like, Oh, freaking <laughs> like, fuck, I, I envision a movie yeah. like this when she tells that story where like, it's like this crazy epic adventure. And like, I'm so glad that I did that for my yep. kids um because it's it's everything that i wished that i could yep. have done so i don't have one for myself i definitely live vicariously through my kids when it comes to this kind of stuff but uh i watched this movie and i was like holy shit if i would have recalled half the shit from this movie before my kids went to camp i'd probably been freaking out like oh you motherfuckers are gonna be doing pot there was like that opening scene with the the uh the perms mom was like you better not do any pot and the kid goes Mom, I think I would. I think I'm gonna make experiment. And she goes, "Well, make sure you don't pay yeah. for it." And I was like, "Wait a minute, what? that was one of the jokes." Some great advice, but <laughs> yeah, girls don't have to pay for weed. Come on, man. Um, they never do. <laughs> yeah. So I went to camp. I can't wait to send my kids to camp. Also, I can't wait for them to do that. But um, I went to camp, but it was always Christian camp. Uh, so <laughs> I think they're the only ones that yeah. do it. My kids were Christian. Camp oh, too. really? Okay, they were Christian camp. Hey, I can give you all the information too if you nice. want to do okay, it. Okay, so I went I went three years. First year was the was the best. It was like a camp where like you sleep in box converted box cars. Where like they have this what? line of train cars up there. They like it's like you, they open up the doors or whatever, and like you, you have like stacked bunks in there. Yeah, yeah. And that one had the most uh-huh. like camp stories. Like it was like, you know, there was a swimming test. You had there was a dock. You had to like jump in and tread water for five minutes before they let you like do free play uh-huh. out there or whatever you know scheduled times where you're gonna do dodgeball or whatever like shooting bows and arrows and shit like real camp stuff and at the the end of the week i think it was only a week end of the week you got to do like a um 
like a relay race and every cabin was like a team <laughs> and and yeah. my like it was like you know one person had to like run a mile one person had to shoot an arrow in the target and like before the next person could go or whatever and then uh <laughs> so but you know you know what my <laughs> event was eating a raw onion <laughs> <laughs> so it was like the guy who ran a mile tagged me and i ate an onion like an apple and i remember biting, biting oh. i'm taking a massive bite of this thing and like chewing it and looking at these camp counselors here i'm like 12 or whatever and these guys are 16 and they were just like why'd you take such a big bite like you had to just take a bite of the apple and i thought you had to eat the whole thing <laughs> so i got like half this onion in my in my mouth <laughs> Like, hope you got your merit badge. That's, I can like still taste the spicy ass onion in my mouth, like to this day. So that's yeah. So it was a fun camp experience. I, I know, and I can't remember what that camp is called. I got no idea. I'll have to look that's that great. one up. Oh, so my other camp story is I went to this place called uh, Centrifuge in North Carolina, where it was like this other Christian camp, but it wasn't as fun. It was way more about the Christian than the camp, you know. Mm. It was like at, at a like college style campus, um, and mm-hmm. you got to like like there was only certain times a day where you got to do something fun. It was like Sunday school in the morning, and then uh, lunch, and then you got to go play kickball, and then more church, and then uh, free time for a second, and then more church. You know, it was like there wasn't any fun shit to do. It was just like kickball gotcha. or, or talking to girls was the only thing fun to do, and that's what my mission was at the camp because I was. 15 at that point and i was like i'm gonna get myself a camp girlfriend and so i was just macking all these girls trying and i did that was my you know i found this nice little girl it was like a little redhead girl you know my age and we're just like we're holding hands walking around and i remember my like youth pastor was so pissed the whole time it was like my free time i can do whatever i want he's like you got to be back here at the camp door by 6 30 exactly and like I'm down there on the bench, like making out with this girl at like six twenty eight. Nice. And and I'm like, gotta go. Nice. And then I'm like, see you later. I can't remember her name, Cindy. And I'm like sprinting my ass up this thing, and he's in the door, and I'm like diving in, like just made it, man. And he's like, God damn it, shoemaker. Oh my God. <laughs> Two hours later, just like on the fucking refrigerator. Do you this guy? Shit? Yeah, you know the shit out of me at Christian yeah. camp. <laughs> Anyway, we'll cut the whole part up. Um, <laughs> what else do we do here? We need. We need uh, I don't think fuck. we could probably do the "What are you watching now?" But if we don't have to do that, if you don't want to. But. I mean, I don't remember what we talked about last time. Um, did I tell you that I was watching um, Among Us? I finished it. Among Us, the video game. Yeah, well, is it a show? Last of Us. Oh God. <laughs> Among Us. <laughs> no, you definitely, you definitely did say you're watching that. Yes, you're watching that. I, I <laughs> fucking moron. Yes, Last of Us. Um, that's fantastic. They should make it Among Us. They show. probably are. Man. Um, they're fucking. Tra- they're transferring everything into um, fucking video games into shows these days. I'm getting really excited. How about this? I'm getting really excited to watch. Uh, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah, movie. Looks good. I, I'm be taking I'm be taking Xander to go see that because Jesse and Dylan will be at the uh, Pink concert oh, on Monday. Oh no shit! Uh, yeah, they're going to be Capital nice. One or not Capital One? Excuse me. It's at uh, it's at Nat Stadium. 
Matt oh yeah, Stadium. that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. You watch that? You watch that yeah, Pink documentary? Yeah. You're probably right. Uh, yeah, I have. Pink is fucking yeah. amazing. It, it's like one of the best like, concert documentaries seriously. I've ever seen. She's fucking flying around the stadium on wires and yeah. singing and flipping. Crazy. She is awesome. Like she is fucking awesome. She's a rock star in every sense of the word. And my, I love her music too. But Jesse loves it. So does Dylan. They're always rocking out to her. So when I saw she was coming, I was like, I'm getting fucking tickets. So I got them tickets Christmas, and obviously they opened early. So it'll be Dylan's first concert. So it's pretty exciting for her. I can't oh, wait really? to hear about nice. it. But while yeah, while they're having their girls' night, uh, I'll be taking Xander to go see Ninja Turtles at the Alamo. Hey, still a good night. Probably good. It is, man. That's my favorite place to watch movies. So I'll be hanging out, getting some popcorn, probably have some fucking pizza with anchovies. No, it's playing. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I think think my real recommendation for something to watch uh, is uh, The Bear, season two. You heard the show The Bear? Um, yeah, we we finished that one. At the restaurant, we are, to we are up one. to the finale of season two, and I've heard it's good, so I'm I'm gonna recommend it without having seen it. I've heard it's good, so uh, yeah, it's a great show. It's like an awesome show. Season two better than season one because it's not just so intense. You know what I mean? Season one has some like, yes. very stressful episode. Season yeah. two has a couple of those, but it's also mixed in with some very calm episodes. And uh, yeah. just a better uh, character buildups and stuff like that. I and I, I agree with you. All of that said, it does get very intense. I, I guess it was the uh, yes. Christmas. That's the one that episode, episode I was thinking. That shit was the crazy. double long Christmas episode. I because it was so funny. Yeah, you know, because the show's only like thirty minutes long sometimes. So we're like, you know, it was like ten o'clock. We're like, well, we just put on like one more show before we go to bed. Well, we watched that show, The Bear, last time, and it was it was that Swedish episode where he's like all calm the whole time. <laughs> we're like, we're like, oh, yeah. we'll just watch that to calm down. And then we put that fucking episode on, and it was like ramping up, ramping up the entire fucking episode. And I'm like, oh god, and it's also never ending. We thought it was thirty minutes long. It's like fifty eight minutes long. <laughs> we had to stop it. Jesse was like, I cannot watch this anymore. I can't it was take crazy. It. It's fucking giving me anxiety. Yeah. This is tough. Um, I will say that I appreciated richie's story arc in this uh, his cousin season. richie's uh yeah. yeah that's cousin cousin with the yeah, beard uh he had I like real it. real richie, growth I really right yeah yes i really i really enjoyed the story arc of richie uh it's a good season yeah i agree with you it's a great it's a good season i will tell you and we'll probably have to talk at the next podcast after this last episode how i mm. feel mm. i don't know how you'll feel mm. But I will tell you exactly how I feel after that last nice. episode. Um, that's yeah. all. That's all yeah. I'll say. Uh, but yeah, man, it's good. My it's other good. recommendation is a weird rewatch I've been doing. I rewatched I okay. Love the 90s, the VH1 uh, <laughs> series. Um, so yeah. I just like got a fucking weird bug. And I was like, I wonder what, I wonder what those shows are like now. Because obviously we're doing this podcast. We like nostalgia, right? We're nostalgic for things in the past. Yeah. So watching that show is so weird now because – it's like it's talking about things that are only 10 years before it was filmed but it's been 20 years yeah. since that show was filmed so when you're watching it you're like oh they're talking about you know i don't know uh, survivor or not survivor uh the real world happening in 1994 like it's a big yeah. deal but also i'm watching the people from 2002 some of them are dead now <laughs> like patrice o'neill yeah, or 
Greg yeah. Giraldo, and also people who like don't have careers anymore, or people who are like like looking at uh, Chris Pratt's in it as like it looks like oh, he's wow. an extra from uh, some punk pop punk band with his hair spiked up. Yeah, or when when House Sparks <laughs> was a cool thing, you know what I mean? Like just like people you don't <laughs> see anymore, and you're like, oh, check it out! Look look at them doing stuff. Twenty years have passed. That's cool. Like who would have guessed that dude's gonna be like one of the biggest actors in the world now? <laughs> I know, right? Well, I will tell you as far as rewatching goes, because I I don't do it often, but um, I really, 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 really love that show alone. Yeah. It's one of my favorite, uh, I guess, outdoor survivalist type of shows. So, um, I mean, I've already seen all the seasons. There's a new season on right now, season 10. Um, as a matter of fact, there's a new episode that recorded tonight, probably just finished up here. But... Um, yeah, when I like when I don't have anything to watch, I just go on really? Hulu and start rewatching it, and I think I'm in the middle of uh, season three huh. again. So we we've only seen uh, one season of that. The, whatever season was on Netflix for a while, I think it was like nine or something. We so we watched that one. It, that's and how we, we were st- like, well, this is good. That's how we started. But then we've like never yeah. come back to it. Like I keep saying, oh, we can we can start that show alone again. Like there's at least two seasons. You have two new seasons, even if we don't go back to the old seasons. At least two. But yeah, we just kind of move it, on to the yeah. next thing. You know, yeah. newer is always better. Yeah, I remember that. It's yeah, crazy. I like this show a lot. Yeah, they never know. Get back into it. We're we're yeah. kind of running out of shows right now, so maybe that'll be one we can hit back into. And also, we we need a sh- we need shows we can watch with a six year old and a three year old in the room. <laughs> they could definitely watch alone. It's it's slow. Yeah, I mean, you I mean, like I just mean, like they won't. They won't want to watch it. They'll, they'll be doing their own thing, playing with toys or whatever, and they won't like see some gotcha. see some weird stuff on TV. Because mommy and daddy like to watch the weird oh, yeah, yeah. shows with scary things. That's Jesse. Like they're probably gonna cut this whole thing out, but we watched uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three the other day, uh-huh. and we started it, and the kids were awake, and I was like, "These movies are pretty fun. They're, you know, they're not gonna see anything weird." But the, have you seen the new one, the third one? No. Nope. So. No. You can spoil away. It's, okay. I'm not gonna spoil much, but it's kind of about how they created Rocket. Like it's that's the bad guy is is who uh, okay. created Rocket. Okay. And so he's doing all these like wild, like implanting medical, you know, like fucking uh robot arms and like different kinds of animals. And there's like a walrus who has his fucking eyes peeled back and has like metal wheels and like there's a a rabbit with like fucking spider legs. That's number yeah. five. Oh, the walrus. <laughs> now we gotta leave this part in. <laughs> uh, yeah but like all of a sudden we're watching it's like goofy fun you know Guardians of the Galaxy stuff shooting lasers and all of a sudden it's like a fucking horror film with these like realistic animals with like their fucking eyelids wow. peeled up peeled back and I'm like look away look away and Emmy starts looking up yeah. at it what's happening yeah. with that rabbit and I'm like oh bad guy a bad guy did that oh god yeah. <laughs> but I think yeah, I that's how I they traumatized like, it away and she hasn't mentioned it and she didn't have a bad dream that night so like maybe we fucking you know, missed out on that one. I don't know if it was. It was. It was. Nah, to give it, give it three years, and all of a sudden, I I saw a crazy sudden, movie. What you're gonna you fucking think yeah. about? Yeah. One time I saw a movie. Remember that one time you were watching the movie with the crazy? And I looked rabbit? up. That's how it happens, man. It comes yeah. out of nowhere. So hopefully, it, that movie's pretty good, though. It's it's a good movie. It's just long. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap things up. All we right. had a good week discussing this uh, wild movie. Um. Yeah, and uh, hope to Can't see. Ho- what, what was our sign off again? Hope to hope to do this with uh, you again one time. No, it was uh, a yeah, sign off again. See it's... you later, Mark. <laughs> I'll see you. I'll see we you were later. just like, 
next I'll week. See. <laughs> no, that's not <laughs> it. Damn it. <laughs> it's definitely not next week. <laughs> see you later, Mark. This been oh, fun. man. It's been fun for me, too. Thanks, bud. Talk to you soon. Okay. So, Meathead, you and Mama want to stop off to the Crab Nebula for some seafood? The name's Flash. Mr. Flash. Hey, Crash! Hey, didn't anybody ever tell you boxing and broads don't mix? Flash, how are you? What's going on? seen you since we whipped the mooks on the east side. Remember that? What you been doing? Time. I don't want you smoking pot. My might just experiment. Well, don't pay for it. Thank you. Oh, somebody pot. Who are you? Me, Ted. What did he say? I think he said meathead. Meathead. Meatheads? Meatheads were the sick. Meathead. Not your mother, Larry. I'm your father. I know, Larry! It's not your father. Look, come with me and I'll show you a couple of real doozers. And remember, boys only want one thing. What's wrong with that? They never want it when you want it. That's the spirit, sir. Is that a lisp? Did I hear a lisp box club? A lisp, sir? No more talk. Impossible, Colonel. We're alone. Bitch. I've never seen one that big before. You've never seen one, period. You have to. My brother. Look, we gotta go for breakfast. You want us to bring anything back? Uh, big mouth. He's got a guard I think I can slip that in the beginning. Um, yeah. I don't remember anything else we're supposed to talk about. So I think that was it. Would you like to talk <laughs> about the, would you like to talk about life for the next 30 minutes? No, I can't. I gotta do some work. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. All right, man. Take it easy. <laughs>